here at ACO Radio, American Communications Online, or any affiliated stations or websites are not responsible for what guests, hosts, or call-ins may say. All programming is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Are you there, TJ? Oh, hi, a mad painter. Yes, I'm here. I just had myself on mute. <laughs> I'm talking away. <laughs> Thank you for uh, saying that. Had <laughs> you not said that, I'd just be doing the show on mute. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, Mad, how you doing tonight? <laughs> Good evening. Can you hear me now? <laughs> you can hear me? Oh, yeah. I hear you fine. Okay, good. Well, uh, I don't know if Kimberly and Sean have uh, the number, but phone number for all you guests out there that are joining our brand-new ACO club with a mad painter, Thomas R. Becker, and myself as authors, writers, editors, uh, people in social media. Uh, the number is 347-945-7207. We're going to be talking about the Ascension Age gifts and the ACO Club tonight with Thomas R. Becker, also known as a mad painter, and he is an artist and an author and has been doing shows probably longer than most people are alive, but uh, he and I were all about the 2012 and beyond, uh, I guess we were anyway, but we found each other either in 2012 or 2013, somewhere around there. But uh, we've been doing shows, I know, for at least five years, because he was the one that encouraged me to get one of my domain names, TJ Mars Media, and I just let it go in 2018. I started American Communications Online as a total different business. But uh, I'm mad, since they're not on here yet, uh, I don't know why, but you guys call in. We're going to have Sean Fowler tonight, and uh, I believe... Uh, Kimberly O'Connor is going to join us. But Amad, tell us all about yourself. Anything she, you're willing to share? She was on. Uh, she was on Facebook. Said she was coming on. Okay. Well, she may want me to call her, but I don't know what if I kept her phone number last night. And Sean said he was coming on. Let's see. Sean, are you calling in? Well. Uh, yeah, it says Sean, but I'm looking forward to hearing her dream. And, and Kimberly says, me too, should be interesting. So are they going to want me to tell my story and then they call in maybe? <laughs> maybe they're listening. And But I don't, I don't see them know. on the board. I don't know how this is going to work tonight. Well, Amad, go ahead and introduce yourself, and then I'll tell my dream, and we'll get Sean. And uh, if I have to call Kimberly, maybe she, I think she likes me to call her on the board. But go ahead and tell me, tell people who you are, please, the way you do it. I'm a mad painter. I'm just an old hippie. I'm a talk show host, author, artist, uh, just generally inquisitive about any kind of subject. Uh, I'm uh, putting out a, a magazine for our group, uh, um, ACO, which American Communications Online or Allied Command Organization, either one, same thing. And uh, 
shoot, I just enjoy talking to people and learning new new subjects. That's all. And you do beautiful artwork and have for years. And he is a real painter, folks, by the way. And he's going to have to go back to work and make some moolah out there. But uh, that's okay. You've got a nice connection, right? Somebody gets you the jobs and you go do it. But you can do murals, too, if you have to, can't you, on the side of these houses in Florida? Or do you just stick to Georgia? If, if it'll slow down long enough for me to jump on it, I can paint it. <laughs> That's funny. I haven't heard that before. <laughs> That's sort of like save a cowboy and ride a horse or save a horse and ride a cowboy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Somebody's calling in here. Let's see who this is. Hello there, 419. Who's this? This is Kim. Hey, there you are. What's up, Kim? <laughs> Nothing, just got you texting. We're just having fun tonight. I haven't seen uh, Sean yet tonight. He said he was going to show up every Friday, but I told him 8 to 10, uh, meaning uh, my time instead I just, of 9 to I 11 just, time. Yeah, huh? I just got off the phone with him. He's uh, He's going to be with you in a minute. Oh, good. Okay, so he called you. Wow. Yeah. So that's why you were like, well, great. Well, go ahead and introduce yeah. yourself. Have you done other radio shows to know how to introduce yourself or not? No. Does this need to not, well, oh, I mean, wow. I, I kind of have, but, I mean, not appropriately. Let's put it like that. Okay. Well, we'll David's usually done it for that. me. All right. Well, well I, I I've done know, plenty and still know. can't do it. <laughs> Thank you, that's years. comforting. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Kimberly Fowler, Kimberly O'Connor, I don't know your maiden name. So can I use Kimberly O'Connor? That is my, is that... Yeah, that is my maiden name. Oh, you're kidding. You really are Irish? Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm literally literally half Irish. My dad and his whole family uh, came from um, uh, Ireland. Oh, that's why you look so good with the red hair. I've got red hair. You've got red hair. Wow! I'm getting rid of it tomorrow. <laughs> well, you, you've got you make beautiful photos, and you know oh, when I get you. people to do my makeup, I look like 30 years younger. But right now, I've just been myself lately. So glad to oh. have you on here. So uh, you're obviously gifted, and you have all these empathic talents. So uh, tell us how long you've been helping people in the metaphysical, spiritual world. All your life, were you born into it? Or tell us a little bit about your gifts. Well, I kind of held off on it because I, out of being fearful of it, because I didn't have a, a lot of knowledge of it. So I, uh, after doing some research and reading on my own, um, it's been almost 30 years, close to 30 years now that I've been doing it. I wanted to be able to communicate with the other side and a lot of that, that, that got started too. Thank you for that. Let me see if this is uh, Sean Peller. Is this you, Sean? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Okay. The whole gang's here, folks. Sean Peller here with, uh, a mad painter showed up right after me or before me and then me. And uh, I played some music since I didn't have my guest here, which is Sean Feller. 
and we're starting him with Kimberly O'Connor, because I like the name, O'Connor, O'Connor, O'Connor. So <laughs> we'll have to put Sean with O'Connor. I like that, Sean O'Connor. So. <laughs> well, that's where, Skynet. There, that's where Skynet comes from. What's Skynet? Well, all right, well, Sean, introduce yourself. Okay. We've been on enough shows to have it down pat, haven't you? Go ahead. <clears throat> no, actually, I'm not going to repeat myself on the same show um, tonight. Um, uh, my voice is gone. Um, I've been being messed with all day after that show last night. I think it's because uh-huh. of John Ford um, <gasps> and the South Haven Ooh. Park crash. And wow. uh, I've actually been there to the South Haven Park crash. So I know what's going on. You go there with a, um, you know, telescope or, you know, um, what do you call them things? Uh, damn. It's a, uh, yeah, like a and, but it spins out of, con- a compass, and it spins uh, out of control. Like oh, some, like, it. magnetic metal was actually there. Yeah. And it, yeah. So ah. it, my friend showed me that. He actually showed me that. That was interesting. Um, so, and then we saw a black carpool and it's pretty interesting. I mean, I seem to get followed a lot <laughs> and then cut yeah. off radio shows. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't even know who, what you were talking about. And I used to be in the intelligence community till I retired, but, uh, you know, just because we've worked a warning uniform, you don't use this stuff for your own purposes. So you have to go out and dig up information on your own, sort of like Catfish, the TV show. You know, <laughs> you can't just, you know, go do things because you want to if you're, uh, you know, been in the military or in uh, law enforcement or criminal justice like I did. And I was a professional witness, you know, on the stand sometimes as a legal investigator for arson, fraud, subrogation, or just because I went out and got to know people really good. I'd get them to sign affidavits and uh, give me their testimony, and, you know, it could be used in court. So those were real things I used to do, and I wore a Navy uniform, and then some people hold it against me because I worked in the intelligence, personnel, information, security. But, you know, that was a job. It paid me, and so don't hold it against me. But I did learn through this life, uh, Sean, that uh, people are real, and people like you are real, and Kimberly, and Ahmed, and I uh, want to start this ACO club tonight with good thoughts, Ascension Age gifts, and how we can all help each other. And I asked a guy that uh, is one of the writers, had a great article on psychology today to help me on deja vu because he's in psychology. And I loved to, I took college uh, psychology several times, and I like uh, the thing that. Uh, we believe Maslow and that uh, food, clothing, and shelter is important, especially in today's time. So we're going to do some uh, shares today, and uh, I told Tessa Dick I'll get her back on. She uh, uh, was the last wife of Philip K. Dick, who was in uh, Philip K. Dick, like Total Recall movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Minority Report with Tom Cruise, things like that, and uh, the Adjustment Bureau and uh, one of the, some great movies, folks, and I don't know if the, all of us are going to write books or not, but I hope you enjoy tonight's show because we're all interesting people, just different, 
And some people are interested in our energy, and I think that's what Sean's sharing. So, Sean, so you won't be sharing a whole lot tonight, but uh, I'm just going to let you tune in when you want to. So I won't put you on mute uh, while uh, other people are talking, but you can mute yourself. You know how to do that with a little mic? I know that, I'm on the phone. Okay, okay. You're on a regular phone. All right, well, not a problem, but... uh, well, you talked to Kimberly, so you guys are getting to know each other. Kimberly O'Connor in Ohio and Sean, and you're in South Carolina, but you're thinking about moving to North Carolina. So we'll get to, we're, we're covering down here to uh, Madison, Georgia. And folks, I'm in Florida, but I'm up north, Florida, in the Panhandle, where you've gotten these uh, hurricanes lately. <laughs> and I'm not proud of that. And then uh, one of the guys that does uh, Hawaii Ascension Center and Ace Folk Life, Tommy Hawk's Blood, is on the Big Island, Hawaii. But uh, him, they're doing other shows. And Janet Carolesson of uh, Maui, Hawaii, is doing Friday night tonight, too. So we're all doing prime time, 8 to 10, uh, usually Eastern. And I hit the wrong button tonight, and I made it an hour later. So I hope everybody's okay with that. All these three people are on Eastern, 9 to 11 tonight, so welcome, everybody. Well, uh, we're going to be helping Sean and Kimberly learn, hopefully, to talk with us, because we all, uh, four of us, do social media, and we're going to use Friday nights to promote our shows. Now, Kimberly has Paranormal, not-so-paranormal network. I have Paranormal Network. Sean, do you have a name of a group? By any chance, or you want to help us with all of ours? Because I got plenty of them. <laughs> have you got one? Well, I used to have a North Fork um, paranormal team, um, and we used to do uh, investigations. Uh, uh, we did the uh, Shining um, House, um, uh, the hotel. We actually did, um, and it was a lock-in. It was pretty interesting. Wow. Camp Hero, Camp Hero um, in Montauk quite a few times. But I'm the type of paranormalist where I like the night. I want to go when when it, when it's dark outside, and ah. you know, and you know, and gang, and and go in the woods and and be brave and 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 you know pick up things that, you know, pictures, just pictures sometimes that's like this one guy sends me pictures. He sent me pictures. Literally, you can see in these pictures, they look like the grays. And this is in a graveyard. And then he found out that he was abducted eight years after that paranormal investigation on that investigation. And um, he's actually a friend of mine on Facebook. He can speak English. Now, he's from, um, I believe it's Argentina. And uh, he, uh, or no, Spain. And he uh, has seen quite a few uh, crafts in Maine. I mean, in Spain as well. And in Maine, actually, there's Uh Spain, yeah. Spain, he's from uh, Spain. It's not Guillermo, is it? Jose Guillermo? Jose? Mm, I, don't, I don't. Jose, yeah, yeah. Is it? He's in our group yeah. and helped help start my uh, one of my 
Carol. It might be Jose, but he's from California. He lives in California now. I think I got him as a friend, too. (laughs) Is he wearing a hat? I can't remember. I've got so many of them. (laughs) I don't remember. So many. Yeah, no, I know. There's so many people. It's, it's, it gets the like, name just once you come out, me. everybody just wants to, you know, when you got something like a gift and, you know, like I, what I do is I, um, I do healing work. Um, you know, I do it in my own way. Um, but I send, um, my energy to other individuals that are, you know, dealing with, um, for instance, I had my third eye awakening, and when I had my third eye awakening, I was in Walmart, and I saw three spirits attached, entities attached to these three people, and Whoa. I just grabbed a hold of each and every one of them, and I sent them back where they belong. I cast them into a pit of fire, and I sealed that pit of fire in the God of my understanding and I covered it in the blood of the God of my understanding and it was gone. I could I clearly saw that they were they left. It's amazing. It's amazing. Oh, wow. I do the same do. thing. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that somebody else does the same thing. I do that. Well as that's well. what a lot of people get when they get they think, Oh, I'm gonna get the third eye awakening. I'm gonna see everything. No, 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 no. Certain things, yes. Some people, they, they psych themselves up. And, you know, that's why for me, like, I'm about to go under a hypnotherapy uh, session. Um, well, actually a regression. I'm going to be regressed, and then I'm going to go through hypnotherapy with um, Nos and uh, uh, Nori Love. Nori Love actually wants to help me. She saw, I did an interview, and... See, a lot of people, they want, like, paperwork proof, right? But with, you know, some of the things that I have actually went through in my life, like, you know, sometimes it's just like they put these false implanted thoughts in my mind, and they play with my mind because they know I know something, I mean, I have names of of police officers in the town that I live in that are sex trafficking, and it's disgusting. I mean, it's going on everywhere. Um, They're allowing pedophiles to be in parks now. They don't have to wear bracelets now. They're, they're, They're protected. They are protected. So they are predators, and how are all these kids just going up and missing every every year? What that uh, TJ? Do you know the number or anybody else? They no. They say that there's an estimated number. number of a certain amount of kids and people that go into Yellowstone State Park. They oh, said no, that there's a certain one. amount. Yeah, I was thinking about park. going there, and I said, "Oh hell no!" After that, no. Mm-mm. It's not nope. just kids, man. It's adults too. There's a couple missing right, right now. Right, uh, older men. Yeah, hunters. Right. I think that yeah, hunter. A couple hunters went back there, and they only found their boots or something. And 
it, it was, yeah, they never you know, find everything. No, they're not going to. This is this is like some of these people. But the, the crazy thing is, is I have a friend, and he will not talk about this, but his mother told me it's the truth. Um, he got taken, and they dropped him off after he said it was the grace. And he got the. I saw the actual caller ID number, and I knew that they knew nobody from that area. And I heard a voice message that he left calling from that that actual area code. And I looked into it to see if it was, you know, a plate with number, used number. No, it came straight from there. They took him and dropped him off in another country. Wow. And he woke up and he called his mother. And, yeah, it cost thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Like, there's some weird, odd cases. You know, there's weird cases going on. Well, there was 85,459 missing records, but that would be, if you're going to go by statistics, of course, no statistics are exactly right, because by the time you give it out, something else has happened. But we'll just say generally speaking, folks, okay? So as of December 31st, uh, under the age of 18 account for 29,758 or 34.8% of the FBI's National Crime Information Center uh, person files. Now, that's just according to statistics as of December 31st, but still. Now, the National Incident Studies of Missing Abducted Runaway Children, that's called NIS SMART, now, that was released by the Department of Justice, 97 to 99, with 797,500 children in wow. one-year period. One-year period now. 203 were abducted <laughs> by family members and 58,200 abducted by non-relatives. Amber, Amber, America's missing broadcast emergency response. I don't know if it comes on your phone, but it comes on mine. But that helps. Uh, yeah, I get them. I get them. Okay, but that's And in South Carolina, I see pictures. They put pictures up. Like I walk into a dollar store out here. Yeah. Like every time I go there, it seems like I don't know what it is. It's like, and and it makes me wonder. You know, it's like kind of like it feels like it's a distraction. You know, and and there's a new kid on that window. Or an older woman that's missing, or two boys, or three, whatever it is. It's just crazy how many kids go missing. That's just in the United States, but I just wonder if that's not worldwide. Oh, it's worldwide because, it, um, so, uh, uh, you know, R.I.P. Max Spears. Um, you know, <laughs> we we can go into the Queen of Elizabeth. You know, and, right. and how she is a reptilian and how, you know, Max Spears went into all of that and seeing them eat kids and do all kinds of stuff. No, this stuff, this man is dead now. Like, he is gone now. Like, there's so many stories with him. Like, that's why I said playing with witchcraft is playing with danger. It's playing with danger because you never know when you could be trying to invoke something. And next thing you know, it could come out as what you wanted it to be for a minute, 
but then just like shapeshift itself into something evil and destroy your life. Take everything yeah, away from you like it did to me when I was fucking possessed. Pardon my language. When I was possessed. <laughs> and that's what happened. That's what happened. When I got possessed, my whole being got taken over. Like I, you know, I, I, I honestly, I have hardly any memory of some of that time period of going through that, those paranormal events with spirits and, you know, feeling being held down and levitated off of my bed. And I, I mean, TJ, you spoke with my fiance today and you heard what she said. I mean, I walked into my fiance hanging. We were in a town called El Dorado, Kansas, but yeah. it's also known as Hell Dorado, Kansas. Oh, my. And we lived in a home where we were told it was a good home, but next thing you know, these people were drug dealers. I had the worst anxiety. Her uncle looked at me the day I left and lit his eyes lit up green, okay? I feel also that the drug industry, okay, is like our military guards, opiate trucks in different countries, right? My friend told me all about that. That's why he left the military because he said, they're guarding these trucks, but in the United States, these kids are all going to rehab because our own government is promoting these drugs out here. With pills and 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 opioids and you know like it's 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 a sense of control and it's sad, but if you know you get stopped you know with the, what grows in the ground, you go to jail. Here in South Carolina, you can get up to ten years for that. I mean, but they'll let somebody who molested twelve girls, you know, go out of prison. You know, like, that's what I'm after. I'm after these pedophiles, for real. Because that's what the, what's going on with these kids. And the problem is, is they're big time. But we got well, to form a mission. That's my mission. Expect. Yeah, go ahead. That's my Sorry. mission, is to help them. What's that? We were all talking at the same time. I apologize. Sometimes there's a delay, a two-second delay. Uh, I don't know why that is on these phones. They could be listening and want to uh, see what they we're listen all the time, all the time. Not I mean, just on the phones. No, not just on the phones. Absolutely not. Yeah, you're 100% correct because I was sitting there talking to my uh, cousin about it the other day and – uh, you know, some weird stuff took place. So, like, yeah, I, I know, I know, definitely. You don't, you don't even need to be years. on the phone. Yeah, yep, like satellite control. <clears throat> well, the more electronic devices and things like that, the more easier it is for them to uh, tap in. Access us, yep, yep. And I believe that I have a chip in my brain, and that chip is, you know, you know, if they if they have a way in, they have a way in, and that's how they can get through my, you know, obviously, it, it's it, 
the megahertz, and, and sometimes I'll be on the phone and my ears will start ringing. Why do you like, think that is? Uh, when I, okay, well, back in around, two, it was in the middle of 2014, me and a couple of friends were hanging out. And I do remember the night before I saw something that looked like the Star of David. And it would blink in and blink out, blink in and blink out, blink in and blink out, blink in. And I just watched it. I stared at it. Okay. Now, I've heard when you stare directly at uh, certain objects, and that could have been like just some ET from another dimension. And it was blinking in and out, and it was gone. And I looked to go see if it was moving behind it and gone. But then would pop right back up, and it was like the star of David. It was crazy. It was it was nuts. So I don't know. I I felt like I went home and I had like a really bad splitting headache, and I didn't get migraines. Like I stopped getting migraines. See, like I grew out of that. Why all of a sudden did I grow out of that? But I had bad bad nightmare. I mean, yeah. You know my my bad uh, migraines as a child. I mean, I have to look at all these options, you know, and then them forcing medications down my throat. They wanted to brainwash me because, you know, I'm the type of person that will speak for up for the children because I've, I've I I I care about the kids. I want to see kids. At this point, they're going after this next generation. That's plain and simple. My daughter is four months, almost five months, and she's already almost crawling. It's beautiful, and she's like babbling on. It's it's these kids are prophetic, and I believe that they're sent here. And it's like the energy I get off of her. Like I can have a whole full blown panic attack, right? And I will go and, and pick my daughter up. And all of a sudden, I feel completely like, wow. It's a, it, it it's like a high that I can't explain. You got re-energized. Right, but it's every time. It's every it's every single time. That's because she has pure <clears throat> energy. She doesn't have to carry the negativity. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. But I well, mean, I had to go through hell and back. You know, it was like, and I don't, I don't ever fear going there again. I'm not gonna go because I'm not gonna give in. You know, um, it's like sort of like you sign these contracts, kind of in this. Sometimes people do that, and I thought it was cool to do it, and it wasn't cool. I ended up in a lot of crap, possessed, you know, uh, isolating because you can't just talk to people when you're under possession like that because the things you say, like I was told things that I didn't even remember saying. So it's, it's dangerous stuff. You know, paranormal investigating can be dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. 
That's true. That's true. Well, uh, Ahmed, any questions for Sean or Kimberly either? No, I, I I fully agree with him. If you're going to mess with anything paranormal, you need to be prepared and you need to do your uh, research beforehand. You just don't run into a house and start uh, thinking you can uh, uh, exercise the house of evil spirits. Uh, you better check it out and you better get some good information. <laughs> you better do your own research before you learn about the house, and most good investigators know that, not to mention if you're really a psychic medium. And a lot of people claim these things, but they don't really say they're protected. And some are uh, from the Celtic, Irish, Irish uh, lore. And some people hate uh, Christian fascists. And some people hate Muslim fascists. And uh, some people hate Jewish fascists. But we're not fascists. But uh, I study uh, the spirit from all world religions. And I, my uh, internet church has always been about universal life, but I was brought up in America and in the South. And when we come to this place, this planet, and I'll talk about something uh, later uh, when we have a time for me to go into my little story on my dream tonight, is uh, I've gone through the Christian belief. I was baptized as a baby, but the, the they do in the uh, Baptist church when I was born in Monroe, Louisiana, they put little drops on your head, you know, where the little white mm-hmm. thing, they call it a christening, right? So I went through mm-hmm. that, and I grew up in the Baptist church, and it was first uh, Baptist, and then they were the Southern uh, Christian, Southern Baptist, and so I got uh-huh. these little, little things, uh, and I really studied them. My mother got me great books with Jesus and all that, and mm-hmm. You know, I was baptized, but I didn't. They wouldn't let me be baptized again when I wanted to be when I was older and singing with the choir at the church. But I had died in the second grade and uh, had hepatitis and lost all the uh, good blood and turned brown and uh, yellow. And my feces was dark yellow and then light yellow and white. So the liver completely shut down. So that's basically why I died in the St. Francis Hospital. And they uh, uh, apparently they brought up a, a dialysis machine, but we didn't know what those were in 57, right? They just made them or something. But they brought one up from New Orleans, so I think that's why I'm alive today, is they did clean my blood. But uh, they were very new in 1957. I haven't done the research. I just know my own story. But uh, after that, I still, third to sixth grade, I went over to White Sands, New Mexico with my uncles, and I saw some beings in a spacecraft. Now, after I died, I would uh, couldn't walk or talk, and this is the first time I died. I've died several times in this lifetime, and uh, I feel like it's given me an inner understanding of what we think of the God and Jesus and beings in the other worlds or some people call them gods and goddesses but just depends on who you talk to each individual has their own filters and their own perception but i totally believe that a lot of us have programs whether we call them in other words we memorize we memorize who we are that uh, by some people that take you to church sunday school so we memorize those and then i was brought up with a bible I've got all kind of Bibles around here, and my family all studied King James, basically. 
But they also study them in other languages, Greek, Latin, whatever, and the Bhagavad Gita and the Sea Scrolls and the Emerald Tablets. And lately, you know, all the things that people are studying, they're studying not just the Bible, but found out the deluge and the flood was many, many places in the world, not just in the Gutenberg or German created by King James Version, you know. And uh, in fact, Constantine had it done, and uh, there's all kind of stories out there. Yeah, I won't go into all the world religions, but basically they're all the same. And uh, even all those things we had with Sanskrit back to Samaria. But, you know, just listen to the different stories. But I was raised in programs, and I'm proud of what I believe in, but I also realize there's a lot more to believe in. Now, how you want to feel about it's up to you because some people hate people in America just because we believe in a God and a, and a Jesus or Christ or the Holy Trinity or the get grace, but other people uh, hate Muslims. So there's a lot of hate going on, and it's supposed to be a love-hate relationship with something higher than yourself or the God in us. But I really hope that our group, uh, I call it our Ascension Age, now in time, because I got the word ascension not from earth. That came to me, uh, and I wasn't dead at the time. <laughs> that sounds funny, because people that follow me as a uh, psychic medium uh, ministry, <laughs> which was a, I was a songwriter first. My, I had a Christian music ministry, a bluegrass ministry in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and uh, moved to. Uh, outside of Nashville, Beaver Dam, Kentucky. So I took my ministry up there and wrote songs and became a producer for Broadcast Music Incorporated and CMA, Country Music Association, CMA Awards stuff. And it was a really good time, folks, bluegrass and stuff. That was after I was grown. But uh, I still always had that feeling of inside, uh, the inside God. There's the outside God and the inside God. It's like saying... You think with your brain or you think with your heart and your, your mind, gut, soul inside your heart. But, you know, it's just words. So with our group, we're going to not judge people, I hope. But uh, I may not use all the terms from all the churches, but I'll do my best to at least say let's do unto others. And if we're not going to help people, please don't hurt them. So that's sort of what I'm doing for my ACO club. Imagine. We're pretty open universal life, like do you know, do unto others and do what thou wilt harm none, but love, you know, faith, hope, charity, and the greatest is love. Ahmed, how would you say it? We're going to be a good club because we're going to not point fingers. I don't know how to say that right. What, how would you say it? Well, everybody, everybody is, uh, I mean, you, you can't help but judge people to a certain extent. I mean, it's in our nature to do this. But you you don't smash people. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I, I mean, uh, because you do exactly. you judge people by your own standards, and your standards and their standards might necessarily be the same. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, especially especially when religion comes to it, because. Religion is one of the I'll tell you what, I believe it's the foundation of prejudice. Period. Regardless of the color of the skin, right? It's still what right, they right. It, it has to do with belief. 
You think it has to do with culture and traditions where they're born? Well, I, I, I don't know about traditions so much, but but beliefs. Uh, I mean, you have religions out there that believe it's okay to eat people, and then you have religions out there that it's okay to marry <laughs> yeah. a seven-year-old. Oh, so now you have to make it a judgment there. Yeah, Regardless if you want to or not. <laughs> wow. I've never really thought of it like that, but I'm sure you're right because there are people that eat. Yeah, it is true. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, we got ETs down here doing it. You know? ETs are doing it too. Well, I haven't seen an ET eat a person, but I haven't seen anybody eat a person. So I have to be up behind uh, whether. Yeah, no, um, I remember seeing things like that. For sure. Well, I've not had nightmares. I've only had this one last night. I wouldn't call it a nightmare, uh, but oh, I asked thanks. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> nightmare. Sean, Sean came on my show, folks, last night, and I don't. I do my best to be open-hearted and open-minded. But I have to admit, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the paranormal world that doesn't go on in everyday life, okay? i just be honest. So I've been dealing in the paranormal ever since I left as an investigator in uniform or out. doesn't matter. Uh, and we, you, know, you can look at my history if you want, but I have no reason to lie. Paranormal stuff scared the crap out of me, just the mention of it. But as I've gotten older, a lot of the things I had to do, I had to put my adult psychology hat on and go deal with people that didn't look like me or think like me or live like me or even lived in the same country as me. And I've been to Africa and I've been to Spain and Portugal and UK all over and I've been to Japan. So I talk from firsthand experience <laughs> and I've seen a lot of stuff, but not as scary as when I went to New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't say that. Woo wee! And I love Louisiana because I was born in Louisiana. But us in the South, man, we got some, we got some stories to tell. My brother caught alligators, and I've been out in some places. They did some funky stuff. So it's true, some of this stuff that you don't think you see, and then you'll see makeup of it. They'll get truth for television documentaries. But Ahmed and I were talking earlier, weren't we, Ahmed, about? Some of these documentaries you think you're watching, and some of these real life shows, uh, reality shows. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah. But, you know. Yeah. We don't want to. We don't want to judge, but a man help me out here. So we're just human, folks, and you know, by the grace of God, I guess you could say we're here. But that's up to you whether you want to say that or believe it. But. You know, now, Sean, you talked about the grace, and I say that all the time, by grace alone, you know, but some people just think we're terrible, like pagans, because we believe, they think we're worse than pagans, because we believed in Jesus, or used the name Jesus Christ to heal, but let's just say there's different tribes on the planet. <laughs> some eat people, some uh, do voodoo, some do uh, all kind of other religions. And uh, some do cultures, but Ahmed, help me out here. We're not going to really devil 
worship, and we're not going to go into the black arts, but we will acknowledge they exist. I don't know how much Sean talks about on radio. I haven't done it, so this may be well, our first like, night. Go ahead. Like I told you earlier today, it's it's all a source. It's all in how you intend to use it. Yes, yes. I yes. mean, there's intent. It, it, that's the main, that's the main thing. If you intend it to harm somebody, it's wrong. If you intend it to heal somebody, that's the way you're supposed to go. It's all comes so from the same source, people. and that that's you know that's all there is to it. So it's like, all according don't to break the make law. Pointed. Okay, well, let's, uh, Kimberly, have you? Are you familiar with the dolls and voodoo dolls and stuff? We don't know anything about you, Kimberly. And a lot of people don't know anything about me, but I've been on here seven years. But me and a man <laughs> haven't had these kind of conversations till last night. And I've I've got a, I've got a dream I want to share with y'all. But let's get to know each other a little bit because my dream I didn't write it down. I had every intent to write mine down today. Okay, and it didn't involve Louisiana voodoo, but it had something similar. Uh, zombie kind of people, but I, when I tell it, I want y'all to know I'm trying to be as open as I can to the interdimensional of what I call biolocating, but I was born in Louisiana. I love Louisiana, and they had the greatest Creole food, and I never took, took it, but my mama could, and bless her heart, she's passed on. She left a book behind called, not good old boys in Louisiana, but uh, darn it. Amanda, did I tell you what my mother's books was, Louisiana? Uh Darn no, man, I'll, I'll, I'll try to find out for the end of the show about Louisiana growing up. You can read her story of how she grew up with with us and me. But something in Louisiana by Tess Thomas. I think it's on Amazon or Lulu. All right, but uh, let me hear from you for a minute. Kimberly, tell me what kind of 30 years you've studied religions. You know I'm from Louisiana, so I know about that Haitian voodoo. <laughs> New Orleans voodoo is different. Oh, magic. But well, go ahead. I think we all have gone through the stage of, um, and sometimes we never leave it, of trying to find out the truth. I've done this since I was a kid, uh, a teenager, and my first experience with uh, <clears throat> with different churches. We used to, I used to, me and a friend of mine used to go back and forth to different churches, and it wasn't until the all the church that we went to that a uh, friend of ours was at, and it was an all black church. And I was the only white one there, and it was awful interesting that oh, I was the boy. one that ended up speaking in tongues. Oh wow! And, yeah, and uh, and it's the music the that I guess the, the, makes the difference, and yeah. also as well as the energy and. Different, all religions are different because there's only a little piece, a sliver of truth to each one. And <laughs> so you can you can find a piece different in each church and each religion, no matter where you go. That's true because the Catholics in Louisiana they'll sing songs just like uh, in the Louisiana uh, during the slavery times and all that. But the songs gave. A lot of people don't know this unless you've studied music maybe or rituals. or You can study a lot of things, but if you study like we do, Ace Folk Life, we have folk art, and we study folk religions. But the Catholic Church had songs that mirror tunes uh, 
just like the saints with African deities. And they soon learned that a lot of the people that studied deities that had likes and dislikes in the Catholic Church were sung a lot like the songs when they'd go to the black voodoo churches, and they had them. I don't know how to explain that, but you're right. So I know you're telling yeah. it's voodoo ritual, but St. John's Bayou, for one. But uh, in, So I don't know about the Catholics, how much singing they do. Uh, do but anyway, yes. Yeah, it's always the same. It's the same songs every week. And I, I just, I, I, I didn't care for the Catholic Church, but that's my personal <laughs> preference because, I mean, it's it's all the same thing. There's nothing new, you know, that's just pure and simple. But the music in different churches, they they raise to a different level. The energy level is uh, elevated to a different um, scale than what you normally do. Uh, you, I learned to appreciate that more. But as far as uh, religions go, there's no nobody has the actual nobody has all of that truth. Everybody has a little piece, and and you have churches that are open with just a thought, with with one paragraph maybe from the Bible, and that's what they base their whole church on. And that's not right. That's not the whole. That's not means for. A whole lot. Four thirty. Well, the hoodoo doll was uh example of a you know like sympathetic magic, from what I understand. Where you know the the thing they use in movies, they'll show you a lot about people sticking pins in dolls. They're supposed to represent a spirit of somebody, but they especially use them in today's movies. And you know when you're, you know what I'm talking about right? But it was supposed to be. Uh, Sympathy for the person that needed help to get away from them. Sort of like mm-hmm. uh, they call it in churches, how so many uh, spiritual churches, but especially some of the new ones coming back out because it's making, after the uh, Catholics, uh, the Pope went ahead and said, okay, we're going to start doing, uh, what do they call that when they get rid of the uh, evil spirits like Jesus did and put them in the swine? And they ran down to the water, but what uh, exorcism? Thousand legion. There, yeah. They when they were start letting people, yeah, legion. Remember, and he's cast them out. I can, I can know the Jesus, but Catholics. They, but they, in the last few years, they. Uh, I, I can go look it up, but the Pope said they could do exercising. Ex, uh, is that is that what it's called? Exorcism. Ex, Exorcist. Everything's a tool. The the voodoo dolls are just tools, another tool that's used in a ritual or in a religious um, uh, factor. It's no different than uh, how the Ouija board is used. It's a tool for that, whatever, you know, religion uses that in particular. All things, whatever energy is is put forth pointed towards whatever they're going for that's the goal i mean that's where the energy's going that's what's cre- you can create things from nothing right right <laughs> exactly one thing to remember about all these religions is is they're all put out there by man man's right, exactly. had his fingers in it since the beginning of it and that's that's our biggest wrote- problem 
you're right about that. They wrote it as a control, and that's exactly what it is, is a control right, to right. control the masses. It's not even yeah. – it, it, and if you look at it, it changes from time to time as well. Yep. Yep. Well, a lot I of could go on and on for this one. <laughs> okay. Well, the control is the key word here, folks, whether it's politics or religion. It's anything to control another. And it, but now you start mixing up protection and healing, and there's a high mortality rate. So survivors sense uh, solidarity and initiation into tribes, and that's sort of what my dream was about. And normally in uh, in in my religion, ascension uh, religion is very metaphysical because we believe Jesus was the greatest metaphysician that ever walked the earth. So in my religion, and I call it a religion, because if I don't, I can't uh, use the word ascension as you got to prove it to the IRS, so which is a uh, ritual, <laughs> a culture. Or we can just keep going and not be a nonprofit, right? It's up to everybody in our club. But right now, we're just a club. And a club, the reason I do that is politics. Because as a club, you can admit or deny. You don't have to let everybody in. And there's some rights and rules. you got to do that in America with the laws. So, And it's being not prejudiced about religion or the color of their skin and all kind of things like that. So we have a terms of service, and we have ethic clause. Everybody's welcome to go read it. But I want you to know we're very open-minded, and we talk about some heavy stuff. And we talk, <laughs> but we're going to start talking about beliefs and uh, whether it's good or bad or evil or drag, dragon blood sticks, which were said to bring love and money and good luck and all that stuff. But it is, it's perception and belief and filters. And I think they've gotten all mixed up, whether it's to cast off demons or encourage romance and uh, evil spirits and good spirits but it's all whether you say yes right yes wrong uh, or whether they say yes no right wrong good and evil black and white positive negative it's very influential and we're in a dualistic society so it's going to be hard to go where we're going to go but uh, i have an aco club for your ascension and your integrative medicine people and my friends they're practitioners, and we have two events a year in the health and wellness industry. We mix our psychic mediums, and we had uh, James Von Prague here, and uh, they've had George Nury in the past years before I got here to Gulf Breeze. But we've got ET uh, things happening. I was abducted down here, taken off the <laughs> beach. Coast Guard came out flying over, and all kind of stuff. Uh, it was really weird, but uh, things happen, and people don't want to talk about it, you know. And then I tried to be a good girl and turn it in a long time ago. Uh, I thought I was doing a good thing calling MUFON and turning it in to Barry Gaunt, which uh, I haven't talked to in 11 years, and I don't think I'd ever do it again to MUFON because he's just – He's a sweetheart, and I love him, and we had a good meeting, but I never – people were using my name in MUFON, and I was writing for UFO Digest. But the UFO EP stuff got all twisted around, and MUFON sort of laughs at you, a lot of people. 
And one yeah. guy called and was real rude to me saying, you just want to write a book. Because I told him, he said, have you written a book? I said, yeah, I've written a whole bunch of books. But he was real ugly to me down here. And oh, yeah, they, they are very ugly. Not Barry Gott, <clears throat> though, but, but – No, uh, not Barry. I'm talking about other ones. Something. Yeah, so there are a mixture of people. So it's not just like – I don't want – if we four get together and really click and get this club going – you know, I've had my mission and my statements all out there for a long time, so I'd like to use them because they work. It's taken me a long time to get right with the government because they shut me down once because I wasn't a corporation or they didn't want me to be a corporation. So some friends want to be together and some don't. But years ago, I was trying to start this, and Karen Kirkpatrick, I'm dropping her name, with Janet Carolesson. Now, Karen knew me through uh, – Another girl, we were doing an event in Kentucky because, folks, I was always promoting uh, people, spiritual people, and events and helping them with their events. So I was going to help this girl. I won't drop any names but because uh, all these people and events are my friends, okay, because <laughs> I've been doing it since 2003 on the record, okay, when I was up and doing bluegrass events for the Bill Monroe Foundation. I was one of the original owners own stock and all that, but we all go there. Got all messed up with Kentucky, but I am the original uh, person up there with Blue Gas events and James Monroe and uh, Bill Monroe that died with uh, Dr. Campbell Mercer, and I could tell you all kind of stories about getting events and people in county and state and Lord of Mercy. Uh, I met wonderful people and gave them some of the musicians with the Bluegrass Boys and all the people that come on the stages. I was back there. My name's on the original. as a somebody back there on the backstage with this big place where all the stars sign their names. And I've been on television and signed guitars and done records. And, yeah, it was fun while it lasted. But I'm 60, going to be 68 years old. You know, it's a fun ministry. But, uh, you know, teach his own. But here, uh, not so much. Now, I've had the guy that wrote Wipeout. He asked me to please keep him in my group. So he's going to stay with us. Uh, Matt, what's his name? I never can remember him. He wrote Wipeout. Merrill, da, 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 da. Merrill Frankenhouse. Yeah, one of the nicest guys. He promotes me in uh, Alignable. I like him. Sweet. We need to have him back. So write that down. We'll have a musician's radio show. But uh, I'm going to just be honest. Tonight we're going to do Ascension Age Gifts. We already got an hour gone, but uh, I'm going to tell a little little story here. But uh, Kimberly, you got anything more you want to add about you? Because this is a heavy conversation. You said you can talk all night if we get started on good and bad side of religions. Uh, (laughs) That's true, but going back to what you said about MUFON, I had the exact same uh, response and experience with them and not real sure about uh, ever reporting anything to them, and that's the problem. Uh, a lot of the UFOs and things like that <laughs> yep. don't get reported because of this, these kind of uh, incidents. So people keep them to themselves as well as they don't report to the <clears throat> police for the exact same reason. So a lot of the groups, that's where we get a lot of people from. Sure. Yeah, they said they were like turning out to be debunkers Idiot. or laughing at the people and hanging up on you, which is what the guy did to me. So that sure. makes and you feel like to... you don't want to tell them nothing. They ain't going to get well, reported. Well, I got into an argument. 
Yeah, I got into an argument with him because I I captured one on film. Actually, I captured two on film. I sent you the pictures yourself. You know, you've seen for yourself over Lake Erie uh, off of Sandusky, Ohio. And it's clear uh, exactly what it was. And he's going to tell me it's a water droplet. And I says, you know what, when you can put uh, windows, wrap wow. windows around a you know, water droplet, we'll talk again. I don't have too much for, I mean, I do have a friend that's in MUFON through uh, Facebook, but as far as reporting anything, never. I won't. Well, I'm not I'll reporting talk. anything anymore either. Nope. Well, you've got to just be yourself and own it. And Now, we have a UFO association now, folks, and we're going to put all our archives together. But these are the, some of the old guys I knew growing up, folks. I'm going to be 70, and a lot of my friends have died. And you know Stan T. Friedman, he was good at, in the beginning, and then he went commercial writing books and going to all the MUFON meetings, bless his heart. And I loved him. And he and I would have hour, talk for hours until I couldn't afford it anymore because I got like, I'm not going to tell you the amount of my phone bills, but AT&T was getting rich off of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but stop and think about it. Uh, Stanton wasn't didn't believe things at the beginning. It wasn't until later on, you know, when he started realizing that, you know, there's just too much of this not to be what it is. Yeah, and he really did thing. turn around. He did. He did. Yeah, he did make a complete turnaround. He was really after me way back in the early days after. Uh, but see, he and I were on the same case. We were on the Louisiana case because I lived there, and uh, so you the think report the Barry is 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 the best? No, no, uh, not anymore. Uh, I I'm gonna I love Jan Harzan. He's a sweetheart, but he even quit talking to me. He only came on my radio show for a little while, and I was gonna have him back, but he got real busy because. Uh, but he wouldn't take my call, so that scared me because I'd send him a bunch of real deep stuff that I shouldn't have that were my personal writings. A man don't even have them for my book. Who's so that, that, uh, Barry? No, Jan Harzan. But okay. yeah, Barry's, uh, Barry's got some of my personal stuff too. He sure does. So, uh, well, you know that Barry has that because he's got several uh cases. Um, he's got Eric Mitchell's case right now, big time. Like, when that drops, that's gonna bring out a lot of ET because, like, this guy Eric, like, I'm gonna try to see. He might, I'm, I think we're mutual friends, uh, TJ. Me and you, Eric Mitchell. No, you and uh, Eric Mitchell. We, we are? Me, I'm friends with him, too. I'm also friends with him. Yeah. I thought I saw him on your page. Oh, okay. Well, I he know might be online as well. On Facebook. What's that? Yeah. I said oh. he might be on mine as well. All right. Uh, so. Well, anyways, he has so much evidence of pictures and everything like you did, but See, good thing he has Barry because Barry communicates it with him. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I mean, oh, Barry yeah, I took Barry. risk. Barry's he took people. risk. Like, he got ran off the road uh, to that conference that I threatened that guy that was about to become president and didn't remember the next day. 
that that yeah, that's that's who Eric was. I was going to see him, but I threatened somebody else at uh, oh. Baker. I don't know all these people, or if I do, I apologize, folks. Ed Baker, he was the one about nine eleven, and he was about all about the nine eleven. Let's bring it out. Oh, and he was yeah, running for president. Good. Well, oh, you know, it all—it was an inside job, you know, plain and simple. It, it just well, like they shot down Flight eight hundred in 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 Long Island. Inside job, they said that a fisherman told me, an older fisherman, uh, and well, he was a Coast Guard too over there in the Marich Bay. He saw them with a, um, a um, in Taliban's were in a boat and they shot that thing down. Huh. And heard that. I've been out of the loop because my husband died. So, I mean, there's a lot of things. It's like, it's like, it's a giveaway. It's a dead giveaway. Well, I'm just coming back, I'd say, after a couple of years. Uh, Janet's been driving me Oh, yeah, Janet? How long has she's been out for a while, though, right? Well, she started with me here in 2012. She claims to start with another guy, but she actually, if she remembers, she... She was with me long before she started on that guy that disappeared and his wife died in Las Vegas. But she came to me after Bob Dean because uh, I had gone to Europe. My husband had. But anyway, uh, the European theater, I didn't know anything about Allied Command, but now we've got our Allied Command with our company doing intergalactic relations, interdimensionals. So I don't know how the government's going to feel about that. But the intelligence community came to me. And Homeland Security did. But, you know, when you go to get your driver's license, Homeland Security has to approve all that. I was shocked. So now you know who the White Mountain – so now you know who the White Mountain Boys are. I hadn't looked into that yet. I told you last night it was a band, but my brain hasn't grabbed that yet. But you tried to help me, but they wouldn't let it come through on Facebook, Sean. Remember I told you – I read it to you, though, about how it was the intelligence agency and – yeah, I read it to well, you. Well, I'm pre- I know, but I, I'm I have to admit I think a lot of my stuff is sanitized. If you are cleaned up or blacked out or redacted, Matt, how would you say that? Because people don't people believe what they're seeing on their computer is like they think everybody's seeing the same advertisements. So how do you explain bot algorithms? Yeah, it all explain depends on what you click on. The it all, you get all depends on what you're clicking on. And Facebook decides what you see too. I don't know if people know that or not. <laughs> oh yeah, if, if you yeah, you can pay pay to have your ad put on Facebook on people's pages. Yeah, and also when you're sending uh, a mad, I don't know if you know this, but even in your IMs, your messages. Now some people. Uh, get thrown off and get uh, now this is just general knowledge anybody knows this but uh, that you can get thrown off or you know be suspended for what you said or not get along with the, with oh the, yeah uh, I know terms of service but I put I'm, videos up all the time and they do that to me and I'm like so you don't want people to think that this isn't true why do you continuously 
threatened me to take it down, like, or take it down, you know? Well, you hear they're very political. They're very left-wing political. Yeah, but political and and the one video I got on my my Facebook, and he's talking about how, oh, yeah, Hillary, and next thing you know, he's behind this, in the back, uh, screwing around with that kid. That, uh, and, yeah. and saying who he was, yeah, yeah, saying his name out and everything. I, I mean, come on, man! Like, well, if, if, it's like what? that's what's going on. Our politicians, well, everybody, everybody is hiding behind programs, our political ties, our religious ties, our words, or metadata. But my point was that even if you've got the equipment and you're hooked right. up. My, you may or may not be getting the communications. And I've got to open my brain back up to be like a true open-minded, but look at everything, not just look at mm-hmm. what they're sending me. Because you were trying to send me from your phone to through Facebook and send me, and they would say, I'm sorry, but this is not – this has been removed. And you said – I, I got one thing explaining five hours before from you, Sean, but they're monitoring what you're sending me. A mad, what is that called? They're, uh, in this country, people don't know they do that. Censorship. There you go. That's yeah, exactly I had my, uh, I had my uh, a radio interview that I had sent to oh not only my page, but a couple of the other ones uh, in my in that uh, groups that I'm in and in control of. Uh, I got thrown in Facebook jail because uh, <laughs> it, because for sharing uh, when they shut you down for 24 hours. Oh yeah, they literally that's what they call Facebook jail. I was shut down for 24 hours for sharing my interview on the exact <laughs> same topics of what we're talking about right now. Oh, I just got shut down for 24 hours for sharing my radio show. They said yeah. I was uh, shut down for 24 hours. So if they didn't ever used to. When did that? Tw- when did Facebook jail start for people like? Oh, it's just been going on. Share, just because you share a radio show, because now are those considered business, because we're not paying them to advertise the business, or. I don't understand what's going on. It all on, depends but... on the subject you're talking about on that show. Yep, I believe that too. I believe that's exactly mm-hmm. what it was because I've never had an issue before until I shared with uh, three or four uh, groups, and that's exactly what happened. You, you, you can go up to Google right now, and if you Google anything about AI, it's all good stuff about AI. They don't have nothing up there about bad things about AI anymore. Well, you want me to tell my dream now? You think I should have had at least of what I yeah, can remember? Sean, do you want me wanna... to tell you? Because yeah, you told absolutely. Me, you told me, me I could use your name. I've got permission, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and Kimberly was probably the girl in it because what happened, folks, we had a radio show last night. And I'm a, in case you don't know it, I'm a bona fide out there public figure called a precog a precog they call me or they call me a bilocator but in the old days they called me a psychic or a prophet or mystic or shaman or let's see here's all the keys that when we started in the 80s okay now i got started and ordained 
as a minister in the Gold Pyramid in Houston, Texas. And then we start. We had all this music coming out from the '60s uh, with Woodstock and all of that in New York. I think it's about 50 years now. They're going to have a big thing. But I didn't get to go to Woodstock. I was going to, but I was pregnant, so I couldn't make the trip because my friends. Uh, we were NASA nerds, so we dealt with ETs and NASA. But to make a long story short, I didn't go. But <laughs> Since then, I got uh, I wanted to go to Vietnam, but I was a girl, and I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me because I didn't believe in war. So something was going on inside me. Now, I'd already been to White Sands, New Mexico. I remember I told you earlier today that I had uh, died in second grade, had had the blood taken out, So and then I died again, 74 plus under previa, having my fourth child. But when man was walking on the moon, a man that was a Real pretty guy came to my door, and my husband was at work at NASA, and uh, he was uh, NASA employed and worked in the Grumman. No, no, his daddy worked for Grumman, but Steve worked directly for NASA and worked in the uh, man walking on the moon, and uh, the girls would have to type it up. They had typing pools. We didn't have computers like this. We had big rooms full of computers. Everybody remembers in the 60s, Vietnam War supposed to be a police action, but we called it war anyway, so a lot of people didn't want that. But where I'm going with this is I've lived a long time, but I got all my paperwork done in 67 in the government, so I'm one of those kids that was smart, and I got uh, put in the government by the men in black, guy smoking a cigarette outside of James Bond movie, and got me out of high school, and I was twirling batons and knives and stuff, so I've got a long story to tell, 50 years worth, but I was working uh, I didn't get to go to war, but I got to hear a bunch of stuff at NASA. But I was keeping my mouth shut until 2007, and I still uh, was supposed to help people. In 67, we had – before MUFON, we set up a UFO business, ACIR, and that was the first one. And uh, NASA people and then the uh, Wisconsin, the Lawrensons were in Wisconsin, a couple, and then later on I met – J. Allen Hynek on a plane way later, and I've been to six, in 68, Sean, that's when I went up to Montauk Point and did all that, so just so you kids out there know there's a lot going on that's true, and I know it because I've lived it, but I don't believe in all the nightmares because when I was a little girl, I saw something that I shouldn't have, and uh, it scared me so I would never watch scary movies. I got really sick. My parents took me to see Godzilla, <laughs> so I got really sick, and my stomach, and my dad got really mad because they had to leave Godzilla, so it scarred me about never seeing anything because I got so sick. I think I was an empath born into it, so I'm mad. we'll have to look up when Godzilla came out, the original one, but that's when I decided no more scary movies. 1956? My, my mother, <laughs> well, that's when, I, that's when I got sick. So I wouldn't – that scarred me, and uh, I, I, my mom took me to see Bambi, so look up when Bambi was, and I felt so sorry I got scared really bad because of the fire, and mother was like, well, we can't – what's wrong with this kid? So I, nobody ever told me. See, my grandmother was empathic and was in a secret society of the women that – of the star, Eastern Star, but Mama wouldn't talk about it, and Mama didn't 
believe in all that. Mom was real hardcore, uh, very Democrat, but very hardcore uh, when it came to nightmares and uh, not believing because Mama was uh, empathic. And she would dream about airplanes falling from the sky, and they did before it happened. It freaked me out as a little girl. But uh, so she wouldn't talk about her, her, but she had. So what I am is I'm a multi-generational person that has empathic qualities, and now my grandkids have them. What it is is I think it's just real sensitive nervous systems because we're you can sense people more if you're in a grocery store or going to a convenience store. That's just a, a sample. So I'm I'm going well this way is why nightmares and why not nightmares. So. Basically, I didn't watch bad movies, but then one time I cheated as adults saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and uh, that was the only time, and I knew after that I never watched another. Now my kids watch them, they, and I say, no, no, Mom, uh-uh. I go in my room, shut my door. So I don't do the, don't think this is from any of that stuff, but my family is well-known for being empathic, both grandmothers on both sides could read people, were intuitive, empathic. So I know it runs in the family, or at least it's uh, – they didn't train me, though, because they – my family didn't believe like Wiccan or Voodoo or none of that. They were real protected in Louisiana. See, my relatives are in Louisiana, Missouri, but they were school teachers. And even if I went back now, we had a family reunion. Most of them taught at the Northeast University or the high schools. Because their mother had 12 children, and they all – she was a school teacher in Missouri. She taught little Indians and stuff back when they could teach with an eighth-grade education. So that's – my family goes way back, and I got people that was in the wars and helped found the country. A couple of them signed Declaration of Independence and all that. So I got that blood, too. So now to the story. Last night, Shawnee and Kimberly came on my show. And they opened my mind a little bit because I'm very close-minded when it comes to bad things and bad dreams. But in UFOs, in ETs, and I don't like bad aliens. I don't like talking about abductions, even though I've had abduction and I've had good encounters. I always went with the good side. I don't like to talk about the bad stuff. So I'll turn it around. But last night, now here, I stopped praying for a while. I had my daughter die. And my husband died, but I still loved God and thought, well, I was there, and I saw part of him get up and walk out and with my eyes. And I was there when he died in the hospital in the ICU, and I saw a part of him become a baby, a little baby where you put your hands up, and they get that goo-goo-eyed. Everybody's seen it if you've ever seen a newborn. They just have their little hands up by their mouth. So he turned into that, and I was seeing him turn into a baby. I was like, oh, he's gonna, he's come back to baby. He's going to be born probably right here in this hospital. I swear I thought that. I swear to God I did. There's Fortunately, they uh, have babies where he was, or maybe I knew – and then a part of him turned to a little gray. It just shriveled up and it looked like a little a gray little person. And my husband told me that they made biologicals, but he also knew the other kind that had sex and stuff too. So there's more than that. Cause, and that's a long story, but we'll try to tell some of that with a man. But I opened my mind up last night, so I decided I'd pray again to God because I've been real mad because my daughter left, even though I knew she was a little hybrid ET. But... Uh, I'm still upset. Still am. I'm still a little depressed. You don't like to lose your kids. Okay, it's just the way you are on this planet. I've had past lives and memories, reincarnation. But last night, 
I went I went to bed. I knew I mean I was tired after we did the show. So I went to bed naturally, you know, where you just lay down and go to sleep. I don't know what time it was, eleven or so. And uh then I went from my sleep state, knowing but I prayed. You know, I say prayer is sending and meditation is receiving, and a lot of people argue with that, but that was my, you know, brought up uh, Unity Church, New Age kind of uh, life, uh, being open-minded after being a Christian born, and then the Latter-day Saint, uh, May 12, 1972, in Houston, uh, Latter-day Saints, so I learned all the Mormon and the Angel Moroni and all that. And uh, anyway, I've read all kind of world religions. I told y'all. So I did my little prayer, went to sleep. Then I'm real good at this because I, I, nobody taught it to me, but I learned it because I lived it. I'd go into this lucid dream state where you get up and you're aware and you get up in lucid dreams. So you know where you're at in lucid dreams. And if you haven't studied dreams, that's all part of our Ace Metaphysical Institute and our Ascension Awakening classes. We do all these eight weeks classes and we can do them on webinars and teach everybody. There's different, there's over 32 schools and we've got webinar teachers. Uh, Tommy Hawksblood's one, Dr. Rick Allen Miller's one. Uh, I got Erica Boosterhain. It's her birthday. So happy birthday, Erica. But uh, a lot of people out there teach webinars and we have real life things, but I don't ever talk about dreams, so you just hear that. That Teresa hasn't been willing to do it. She hasn't taught it. She ain't trying to make money. She's got all kind of books, never promoted them, all this stuff. It's not about the money. But I got up out of this lucid dream and knew I was conscious. And I turned, I was in this lucid dream sitting on a planet on the grass. And I turned around and I went into another dimension, knowing it. Conscious, just like I'm talking to you now, just as conscious as right now, everything. And you know, in your dreams, you'll dream color, and everything feels the same with your hands. Or you may fly around. I've flown over Utah and stuff in lucid dreams, knowing I'm dreaming. And lucid, go back as truck driving across Salt Lake and see exactly what I'd already dreamed. I'd already seen the Salt Lake. I'd already been all over the United States in my dreams, so I didn't have to go it, but I did anyway and drove across the country. So I know the difference, folks. I'm not a dummy. I knew I was not lucid dreaming. I'm really good at that. Years and years, 30, 40, 50 years of lucid dreaming. This was the next level, and I've been doing it for a couple of years, having mm -hmm. conscious dreams as a biolocator, an interdimensional traveler. But I didn't want to admit it. I didn't want to admit the truth, and Janet's been fighting me tooth and nail for at least seven years trying to get me to admit who I am, and I wouldn't do it. <laughs> so I had, I think I needed something to shock my system because asking, I'd been asking God, but I'd quit asking him about, show me hell. If 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 you want me to believe and you take my daughter and Jesus as he was and what I believed in the Bible and Jesus walked on and Tommy says he was back with him and all that. And I don't, I was a little girl and think I was Jesus' daughter and I went to the pyramid and I have all these memories of past lives. Then you just show me, I want to go down like he did. I want to see this. Well, be careful what you ask for because I've never ever, you know, I don't believe, I hope I've convinced you. I don't believe in evil or bad stuff as far as I don't want to think about it in my life. Okay. And I've gone oh, and I've died. I know, but you got to listen. I was conscious, 
And I turned around on that grass, and I was in another world, and there were people. And these people looked like they were from different planets. Now, I don't dream this stuff, and I don't lucid dream this, okay? And now, this, and I've had some different, but always ask me. I know what level of brain or mind or consciousness I was in. But these people came over to me and were standing there with me. There was only like three of them, and I said, okay, I'm dead because I know I was went to sleep. I remember that. I know I was in a lucid dream, and I know what I was. I was just sitting on the grass, and then I'm turned, and there was a parallel universe, interdimensional window portal, and I can do those as a psychic and as a, a human in 3D, but I don't practice it. But I did it. I've done it a couple of times with people, but yet to be with a certain person. I did one with a musician once in Hawaii, and I went up over Hawaii and saw the glass domes, and I did art, so I've got that experience. But in this conscious dream, dream lucid dream, interdimensional, bilocator travel, <laughs> That I never can talk about stuff because I don't know how to get there. So now I get to be there and say, oh, wow. So, okay, I'm dead, and this is what? Is this where I asked to go? God, Jesus, so this is – so I'm in hell now, right, this planet. So these people, I stand up. I literally get up off the grass, brush myself off, and stand up. These people walk up to me and say – well, they look at me, and the girl says, what kind are you? <laughs> what kind? And I said, what kind am I? And then all of a sudden, this guy runs up like, okay, now this is the way it feels like in my brain, okay, because I'm observing myself that's out of a dream and a lucid dream, outside the lucid dream, and now I'm conscious in this world. Knowing I'm conscious, but I'm dead because I'm having my brain and my mind has to tell me who I am back on the planet because I'm there. So I have to say, okay, you're dead. And yes, Jesus, God, so they finally answered your prayer, but they killed you again or you're dead again in bed at home. So you can do this. You want to go. Here you are. So this is hell. And the girl uh, said, it's like she could know what I was thinking. But before. I, she could say this as a prison planet. So I, uh, the only thing, the first question was, what kind are you? So I'm standing there going, what kind am I? And I'm looking around, and the scene starts expanding like your movie set. Okay, So now I'm not just in a park with grass and trees and a few people here and a few people there. All of a sudden, I start seeing groups of people around. And then all of a sudden, this fast spirit zaps into the picture like – how they do fast people and television, you know, they'll speed up. And a guy, and it was a guy, hands me a piece of paper. And then I look at the girl. So I sort of think that's Kimberly, but then Sean, <laughs> and I think it's this guy tonight, because I've never met him, but they had pictures on Facebook. So you, you sort of have something in your brain because you're looking for observing yourself being conscious in a lucid dream that you're dreaming back on earth so you must be dead thought <laughs> if you can think but you can so I'm way deep into this you know TV show inside this movie that's what this person got up and watched themselves in another reality and how am I going to explain this to myself so I'm like well is that Kimberly well then who and then 
Sean asked me this piece of paper. So she asked me what kind. Now remember, the only thing I know in this conscious reality is what kind are you? What kind are you? Four words in English out loud, and I'm looking, and I'm asking, is this Kimberly? I'm not sure. Do you have brown hair or red hair? But I'm like, but then I'm like, wait, was that Sean? But Sean didn't speak, but he gave me this piece of paper, and it looked like it was on a church program from when I was a little kid. Those little uh, programs you'd fold and get at time you're going to be in Sunday school, and this time you're going to be in church. And on the, you know, like, and on the back of it was some girls' names and uh, some names of people. And next to the girls' names, I looked at them and I saw them. I can't remember them now, but I know they were girl names. But you know how, even if you're conscious in a lucid dream in a dream, <laughs> you may not remember everything. I remembered them this morning when I woke up, but because I didn't write down the story and put all the details, they're gone now. But they were girls' names. And then dash, and next to it. Now, you know, puts in my hand, I see the paper, I notice it's white, it's got writing on it, I know, and I'm trying to find a word for this, what it is. And I thought, isn't that odd? Because some some part of my brain knew that they didn't have paper where I was, and it was an ancient antique piece of paper from like this world, because so it must have been in the future, or in another time frame, interdimensional time frame, but then Sean was the one giving me the answers to these girls' names, dash, and next to it would say C-A-D, like one, two, four, six, temp. And then the other one would say dash D-G-R. It was like writing on the earth with uh, alphabet and numbers. And it said for one hour, and then it would say would uh, – then another one would have numbers and alphabet and then two hours and so on and so forth on this piece of paper. So I looked at her, and the girl, we'll call her Kimberly for lack of me knowing, but my conscience, because this has just happened to me. So I'm going, these people here? And <laughs> the girl says, no, uh, what kind are you? Well, here, keep that piece of paper. That will tell you. You've got to – here you won't survive unless you're in a group. You've got to have a group. She said, see, we're three or four people here. And see them over there? And they, I said, why do you have to be in a group? She says, because they'll, they'll get you. They'll, you know. And I looked over, and there were zombies walking towards me. Now, let me finish telling you before you say anything. So these zombie-looking people are in walking towards me, but they're far enough away, and I'm like, what? And so she's no, you've got to know, you've got to know. So she says, you can't be by yourself here. You can't. And I look around, and I get this realization that there's groups of people from different planets or universes or interdimensionals or something. But my brain, now remember, I'm conscious. I'm trying to figure out just like I am now how to tell you people this because I shouldn't have to tell it, but I want to remember this because I'm conscious. I'm like – Remember, remember that this paper and it starts fading away, and you know how it's conscious, but the paper just and I've seen this with this reality and this one I'm in where it just disseminates, but it just faded away, and so I was like, God, I said, but I get it because Sean has told me somehow psychically that you have to know what kind you are. So he was telling me, okay, you have to know your name and your numbers because those people walking to you, and he pointed, said, remember, like, robot, Kimberly, robot. I was like, oh, 
These are artificial intelligent beings. I get it. Yeah, I know that because I've worked with them, you know, on ships and stuff. So I know, okay, so they're bionics. Okay, so, but you're meaning that in this conscious world I'm in, and this is what I'm thinking, okay, in this world, there are beings that look like you, and y'all know that some of them will eat you like zombies. But some of them turn on and off because they're biological, but they're uh, alien AI, they're robots. I was like, oh, okay. So, what kind am I? I get it. What am I? What kind am I? From what place in the universe or planet? I said, okay. She says, no, but you got to come. You look like us. So, just for right now, till we get this figured out, you've got that piece of paper. So, don't lose it. Well, it's disappeared. It's like it's gone. And she's like, that's okay. You got it in your head. And I don't know how she knew that, but she did. But I had it in my head. So anyway, we go off and we go over and. I'm with these people, and we. And she says, you can't be out here after night. It was afternoon, evening, and the sun's going to come down. And I'm like, why? She says, because they'll, they'll get you. They'll eat you. And then they look over, in this, and they're like, they're bad. They, these people are like zombies. Do you know what? I said, no, I never watch zombie movies. You don't know what zombies are? I said, no. She said, well, you don't want to be out after dark. You've got to be with a group, so you've got to figure out what kind you are. And I kept thinking, well, I know I'm, I'm a biological. That's what I'm thinking now. I'm like, well, I've got a soul. I'm, I, I know I've got a soul, and, and you know, I'm like, I look like you. So, I would, what do you mean? Like, am I, am I supposed to say something? Or she said, just come with us. So I went with them, and then I'm with them, and uh, they're teaching me some things. But we go to this park, and in this, uh, all around the park, in this park, uh, it goes up a spiral. And now, all of a sudden, consciousness is clicking in that this is the flower of life. It's a symbol that in CERN, when we bust up uh, molecules, you know, from uh, atoms, protons, electrons, gluons, quarks, it'll spin off. When these two atoms collide, they'll spin off, and it makes this circle inside a circle inside a circle inside a circle. And we've used it throughout all the world religions and throughout time, time space space-time and, and other universes, and for years, you know, billions and billions of years to bring back three and the law of three and how you put things together, et cetera, et cetera. So this is coming to me. Oh, my gosh. So they've got this here, and they've got this uh, dedicated to bring different planets and people together. So I'm like, oh, this is sacred. This is symbolic park. And, it, and all I could think of is with these hedges you walk through, like in Harry Potter or, you know, over in England, you get lost in the hedges. But these were sort of a hedge with a cement uh, thing you stood on, like bricks that came up halfway. on the, It made a bench all the way up through the grass with a, like a cement walk, like on uh, Wizard of Oz. There you go. That's that cinnamon bun thing on the Wizard of Oz, and I did see that when I was a little kid. Saw Wizard of Oz, and you start in that circle, and you go, follow the yellow brick road, follow the yellow, and it spins in a circle, right? Well, I told the man earlier today because I knew I, I was supposed to write this down, but I knew I was going to lose it. Cinnamon bun, so it's like a cinnamon bun, and you you just go up and you go around the walk with the little where you can sit all the way up it. And it's just like I experienced in White Sands at the. Uh, What's it called? Uh, where they have the bats fly out, Carlsbad Caverns. And you sit on that uh, walkway, but theirs was up and down, up and down. This one was round and round and round and round. And you can sit on the 
cement. And so all these people were uh, sitting on the cement and uh, all the way around this spiral all the way in. And then uh, it's getting dark. These people disappeared on me. I looked around. I was like, where'd they go? There's people everywhere, but my, I turned around, and then some people were starting to move towards me. It was getting dark, and this lady over in, to my right over in a building said, come in here. Come in here, and she said, quick. It's going to get dark, and I'm scared it's going to get eaten by this other group coming towards me. <laughs> but the, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm alone. She says, we're all women in here, so uh, I sort of went down the grass. And walked into this door she had opened out onto like a cement step inside, and we had to go down steps to the ba- through the basement down. Now I'm conscious, and there's other women down there, and they they were telling me, and I'm like, I know about world religions and blah blah blah. I didn't say world religions, but I know about religions. But they were trying to say, well, what are you? They're trying, well, we'll help you out and all that. But I said, look, I've got to go back over here because these people. They said you can just stay with us here, and you'll be fine overnight. I said, I've got before it gets dark, I've got to get back over to those people. They don't have anybody. I'm, I've got to be the, with that group. And uh, anyway, they said, well, okay. They showed me a bed, but they said, we'll give you this broom. And the broom was symbolic to the women, and so they gave me this broom. And it wasn't a new broom. It was a broom like you sweep with, but how you see when you sweep so much, the women wear off half of it, sort of uh, makes a slant. Anyway. I took the broom with me, to, I guess to protect me or whatever, because they were wicked like women or something, or you know, from our old belief, women and broomsticks. I went, okay, that's symbolic. I get, okay, I'll take a broom. I guess I'll hit them over the head or something. So I walked back over there, and then uh, I had picked up this. Uh, I probably did this before, but I had this branch. Now I can't remember where in the story it goes because I didn't write it down. But the branch, I pick up a tree branch over to lead the people, and it has a V in the top, a branch with a, a of me, but all these people were starting to get riled and stuff because it's starting to turn night. And so, uh, this guy that looked like a man, <laughs> my dog Thomas Becker, at least now I've never met him either, but he had like a beard and long hair. So, in my mind, see, I think what it is is my brain because of last night's show and these people in this club I've got, or I'm trying to set up. Are you know trying to make me think these are people in another reality or in the, this other dimension that I'm conscious in? But anyway, uh, the voice uh, they were these guys were coming to me, but I started singing and I can I woke up knowing the song and I said remember it because it's about peace and we adopted peace on the hill hill peace hill was it the word peace peace hill yeah because to make a long story short it, it was a long time but I. Went over and I heard a mad's voice, and he pushed up on the on the. Uh, this guy was coming towards me. He didn't have a shirt on. He was a big bulky guy. I guess he'd be like Barry Gone or something, real tall guy. But but he was going to take my branch. He wanted it, and and uh, he grabbed for it and was going to take it. And the guy that I guess may or may not release. Be mad, but in my dream, my not dream, but my lucid dream, not my conscious interdimensional self, said, uh, he said, uh, no, it's got to be her. No, he, he said, man, it's got to, no, man, it's got to be her. <laughs> and it, he pushed up, and looked, and I thought, oh my God. But he looked at the guy, and the guy looked like he was going to get in a fight. And I know that they had never met, my, uh, a man's never met Barry, but these are, you know, conscious under interdimensional reality. But uh, the guy said, well, 
he sort of backed off and took his hand off of it. And he, a man had to say it again. I said, man, the man in the conscious reality, okay, i got to be careful, um, said, no, man, it, no, it's got to be her. He had to repeat it, the same words. And he looked at me, and that's when I, it was in a man's voice, the one in this reality. I went, I was thinking, a man, is that you? <laughs> it's, it's really freaky because I already don't know if that's Barry, the big guy, which I've met Barry. I haven't met a man, but I hear his voice. So now I'm really messed up in my reality because I'm trying to put conscious this world with that world. But anyway, I get it back, and uh, and he told me to hold it up, so I did. I held it up over the people and started singing, which I'm not fond of singing, but I was singing this peace song. I was trying to think, what are we going to sing? Row, 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 you better row. I said, okay, we can – and on the way up there, I remember people stopping me and stuff, and I'd say, yeah, well, I've got to come up here, and we're going to be a singing group. And they're like, well, we don't sing. But I said, okay, well, we're going to be a dance group. And then they'd say, no, we're not going to be a dance group. And I remember before uh, this happened with this, the branch, some a guy said, I said, well, maybe we can be like the peaceful, uh, the peace, you know, peace man, peace group. And they're like, no, man, we got some of these hippies smoking people. And they didn't say pot or marijuana or nothing, but I knew what they meant. But I, I, they said some other word that's not in this reality, this one that I'm talking in, something for herbs or smoking laid back kind of consciousness people so i knew what he meant and but they didn't use earth words so but he said no we got enough of those from all, all over the I, he didn't say planet he didn't say universe he didn't say galaxy but i knew because all these people that round if you look somewhere in blue uniforms some were blue people like oompa loopas some were pink some were uh, from earth some were bionic some were more uh robotic people, you know, like you see in movies and stuff, glass you can see through their head. <laughs> but they were, some were humans and some had uh, parts of their body hanging out. So I just assumed that everybody would get along, but some of them would fight. But that minute the information was on that paper, and I realized I was the kind, but I was the biological kind, and there was a lot of them there, but they didn't matter. Because it depended on where they came from, their culture, their religion, their groups, their tribes, whatever you want to say it. Apparently, my Hush, Coco. I got that on this planet, like we have people from all other countries. On this planet, they had them from all other galaxies or universes. I don't, I don't understand because nobody was teaching me. I was having to figure out with my conscious on this planet brain who I was. Now, I've had past lives and all that. I've done Atlantis. I've done Moo. I've done Lemuria. I've done all those. But it has nothing to do with this in the last 24 hours. All that matters is I had this show last night, and I'm there. I'm in this other world conscious, and I hold this stick up over them with V, and I knew it. And I said, okay, well, everybody just make this sign. So they said, how are we going to know we're in this group if you're going to save us off and we're going to stay together? These little dogs come run up, and they said, oh, my God, the dogs can turn too. And I'm like, the dogs can turn too? And they came through a fence, and there was two of them, a little white poodle looking and a, a little scruffy dog and a white and brown dog. And they were together, and they were in heaven or hell, whatever you want to call it, this place, interdimensional place. And then there was another little bionic dog, and I was like, they got bionic dogs too? Or, you know, a robot dog. I was like, oh, geez. And then um, it's getting dark in there. All of a sudden, I said, hold your hand up. And everybody just, we're all going to do peace. 
and we were able to push the dogs out because their eyes were going to turn red and they were going to change. So we were able to, to get the dogs. The dog grabbed a little one and bit it. It was turned, the eyes red. So it let me know, oh, gosh, it's already turned. And it, it's a poor little dog. It just cracked it. So, you know, it's terrible. But anyway, so they ran off with the little dog in the mouth being evil dogs. And everybody was holding the peace sign up. And uh, we were singing peace on her, peace on Peace on something. I don't remember the song, but I remember when Michael Jackson and I talked in, in, uh, back in the day, and he sang uh, We Are the World. It was one of those, kind of, you know, we are the children, the ones that make a better day, so let's start living. It was that kind of song, but we all knew the words. And then I, uh, we sang that, and I thought, well, let's sing Row Your Boat or something. People, and I, I was just trying to do that, but I uh, held that branch up with the V in it. And I, I knew about the symbolism, and I knew it was a symbol. And uh, anyway, I was doing that, and then all of a sudden, uh, oh, I was going to forget this, but I told a man, don't let me. But I looked up, and the UFO, there was a big spaceship came up over. It was dark now. Now it's black. Remember, we're trying to save ourselves because the bad, evil machines can get you or the zombies eat you okay these groups but we had to tight in this spiral of life park we called peace hill in this other world and the spacecraft is pitch black but it comes over and it's huge and it and it's got some red lights on it not like the little ones that i've used or seen uh, and not like the ones I saw in Rochester, where it's a big white light with two red things shoot out. It's not like that. This is a big, and I remember, oh, you've seen those in your uh, past life in Earth. I went, oh, my God. So now here before I leave this place, this other dimension or this consciousness, my mind knows, and this, I consciously think this, folks. This is in another dimension conscious. I go, that's why you've had all those UFO experiences on Earth in your past life. I went, oh, my God, no wonder I've done so much with UFOs and had dreams of UFOs and had dreams of ships because – and then this voice says they're the peace ships, and they are to keep the peace no matter where we are. So I'm starting to go uh, conscious, but I'm starting all of a sudden – I'm like, oh, my God, I've got this huge realization of these ships keep the peace in every universe. And now I'm going universe, but I know this because I, there's other universes out there, and I know of seven of uh, the seven universes and how they attach and everything because I've had that, those lessons that, you know, dead or alive, I've had them. But I went, oh, my God, and it started all coming together. So these interdimensional doors you can go through, you don't have to do the UFOs, but you can do the UFOs. So I went, oh, I thought it was just one way, but it's not. It's both ways. There's many ways, and I got – there's so many ways to get other places, but I just wasn't opening that part of my brain. But I got all this knowledge, and I usually do when I do these weird things. But I got all this knowledge rushing in again, just like when I die or do it out of body. You get all this knowledge rushing in. But anyway, so I was up there going, oh, my God, and I was getting it. You get this big aha, serendipity, synchronicity. Uh, you're awakening conscious. It's bigger than when you die or you have an out-of-body or you know, do anything weird. I was like, oh, my gosh. So it all goes together, and I was 
in contact with my God, okay? My God, and I was going, oh, that's why you said there was a Jew. And so you did send me to this prison plane. It is. And they said, yes, but we keep the peace. And I went, zap. I was back in my bed. And conscious as heck. I woke up. I mean, I was woke up like, but I wasn't woke up. I was sleeping, but I was on my pillows. But I sat straight up and went, oh, my gosh. I've got to remember that song. I've got to remember this. I just, they did it. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my God. Thank you, God. I was like, thank you, God. Thank you, God, mother. Thank you for giving me that. I've been asking for it for how long? And you finally answered my prayers. Oh, my gosh. It's real. And the UFOs and they keep peace. I'm like, but what about those people that take people? I'm like, oh, well, I'll worry about that later. So maybe they're taking them and taking them over here to this prison plane. Or maybe that was hell. Maybe that was a heaven. So I'm getting all this stuff rushing in my head. So I get up and I'm thinking – you know, it's early in the morning. It was 1230. I went and got a cup of coffee, and I'm like freaking out. And all of a sudden, I'm, I tried to – Emad, uh, I wanted a man. I said, well, Emad's been wanting me to write books, and I can't ever be – I'm not inspired to do that for years. So I said, I guess I'm waking up again, but I'm going to tell Emad. So I started typing, and Tommy calls me. And so I'm, I'm trying to – I wanted to tell Tommy, but Tommy was all about something about the, you know, him and stuff and stuff. And then Sean gets in touch with me and I'm like, what's going on? You know? And then I see the bubble. I'm like, Oh my gosh, everything happened. I didn't get it written down, but somehow Sean said, no, I'm, I'm feeling you. And he said, I'll listen to you. And I told him and he had me talk to his girlfriend and he said, you know, why don't we do a show when you do a show or something? So anyway, I'm sorry for taking up the time, but I guess to some part of me, because I would never share that kind of stuff because it was too freaky. So y'all have to forgive me, but at least it's on recording. And I told Sean if he wanted to be in our club, me and Ahmed would help him write his book. I told Kimberly if she wants to write one day before yesterday. So within 48 hours, I've made two friends that I didn't know and told a story. And Ahmed's going to help me with my book. So there. (laughs) So back to you guys. I don't know how y'all affected me, but. I think y'all may know me as your other part. Do you believe we can have dual souls? <laughs> I believe can that uh, things, I believe things don't happen for on accident or there's no mistakes. I believe things ever <laughs> no. everything comes everything comes together as it's supposed to when it's supposed to. I just got a receipt from Sice by TV. That's some girl over in Sedona that called me and. Told me her little story one day, but she wouldn't let me talk and tell her my story. But I gave her five dollars a month. I got her turn that off payment receipt. Size by TV. Why am I getting that right now? It just showed up, folks. It says five dollars and fifty-five cents, August second. Invoice three twenty-three. Transaction CH dash one F three D and blah blah blah. Paid to SCI space SPI space Big TV. Size. By TV, so I, I'm going to have to cancel that because she didn't. She didn't carry Janet's shows, or Janet didn't make any TV shows. But I support a lot of people out there. I even gave Richard Dolan ten dollars, but it's not much. But you know, you have a lot of friends that spread around, you know, money. So I've got to stop spreading money around and bring it all back for us, so we can pay our bills here. And uh, so help me with the ACO club. But believe me, folks, I've never had a spooky dream but see consciously and see the ships zombies in the same conscious so it means something 
And I think it means I'm supposed to start sharing interdimensional travel. I think we're ready for that. I don't know how many people are teaching it out there. So, uh, Ahmed, would you speak to this real quick? I'll let each of y'all say something because we'll have to come back. But do you think that there could be another window into uh, portals and time travel or what? How would you say it? I need you to put it in your simple terms. I know I sound crazy, okay? Time only exists in this realm. The rest of them, time don't exist. Well, how so, could I be wow. here consciously? Is it how do you explain it to myself? Well, you're well, you're here for a reason, and <laughs> that's to learn. <laughs> well, I've never opinion. been able to talk to myself at being two places at one time. It was either in dreams or lucid dreams, but by location, I just had a higher place in my consciousness to observe. Well, a lucid dreams is pretty much the same thing, except except that you're actually dreaming, and you weren't dreaming. Well, can you explain that to myself? I mean, explain outside of well, me. You, I know you just, people you say stepped we're out of, You stepped out of the boundaries of, of uh, this realm. But you said we could only do space and time here, right? In this reality? I'm trying to yeah, find it, out. I know what happened to me, but I don't know how to explain it to myself, much less you. So, okay, <laughs> what? say it again. How do you – I wasn't here or I was here. I, was, I know you I was were, dreaming you a little bit when I got up. You, you were both at the same time. You, you were uh... – and when you're lucid dreaming, you're not in your body here. Well, I knew like that. Astro. I knew I was a lucid dream. Yeah, it's yeah, more it like was, astral projecting. Yeah, it was different, though. It was a real conscious because of the, everything was real. Conscious, feeling, touching, more that, than a lucid dream. That's That's what it's called. That's why I'm called a biolocator. But this was real as it is here, so... But why would I think y'all were zapping in, like Sean zapped in and zapped out? And I'm wondering, is that Kimberly? But I hear, I, I, I don't wonder if it's you, but I hear your voice. And then I'm going to say, is that you, Ahmed? You know, and because I heard your voice. But I don't understand. I'm really trying to. I'm trying to. I told the story the best I could. But, yeah, I know I was dreaming. I mean, I know I, was, I went to sleep, and I went to a dream, but then I went to a lucid dream. But then a whole other spun around on the grass and was in an interdimensional place. You didn't need the lucid dreaming in order for it to make sense to you. You didn't have to have that to fall back on. You know it happened well, I thought in reality. I was well, it happened in this reality, but not this reality. It's a reality like I'm sitting here talking to you now. It's I don't know how to explain it. How can you be here now and know that you went to sleep in a dream, and I teach that, and then you go into lucid dream, and I can teach that. But I've never been asked to teach the next level unless you're dead. So I know how to die, and I know how to come back. But And I've done open portals in this reality. You know, with the musicians, but certain people have to be the keys to write. Remember, I told you there has to be 12 keys, like in Atlantis, and would, you know, the 12 of us would do it, and you, the one in the middle of the courts would be the 13, so you had to have 13, not 12. Remember that story with the DNA in Atlantis? Or 
Remember when you said, yeah, there has to be 13? There wasn't in this consciousness to open the portal or wherever I went. It just yeah, Most just, people would think is, you know, like I was telling you, Jesus had 12 disciples. Well, if you counted him, it's 13. Yeah. Yeah. There may have been 13 people there, but they weren't in a circle. They were... Now, we wound up in that peace circle, but that's life thing. I guess you could say it's all symbolism, like you told me a branch. What did you say the branch represents? Yeah, the olive branch is always a, a symbol of peace. And But this was a long stick, like a wizard stick with a V on the top. An olive tree is a tree, an olive tree. It was a branch. It was a tall branch. It was taller than me. With a V, it was like a wizard staff, a staff, and I've been given a staff in Hawaii. I don't really know how tall tall olive trees are, but <laughs> yeah, it was a tall. I picked that up and held it up like a staff. Well, anyway, I know we sound crazy, folks, and and I'm used to that. I'm used to being crazy, so it's the way. Kimberly, you say not so paranormal. <laughs> we got to put an ending, huh? Yeah, everything that it's just a big label for everything that people can't really understand or don't know the meaning to. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so that's the way. It, I it feel. just means not normal, you know. <laughs> not normal. Well, not well, as we've been taught anyhow. Yeah, this but I, I'm saying that's that's the definition of paranormal. It just means stuff that isn't normally going on. It doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Right. Right. You you don't have people come back to life, but it does happen, you know. Oh yeah, trust me, I do that. I've I've got several times I've done that. People in hospitals are sort of used to it. Different people. That's that's not the normal. Not everybody who dies comes back. So. Well, yeah, but it's more common, you know, today, but. Yeah, but just, you, you, that's that's it's just a way to explain something that isn't uh, doesn't normally happen. That's all. They just tack a label on it, like everything else. Yeah, I never. It's a big the label. And there's a lot of things that fall. A lot yeah, of there's that a lot of things that label. Yeah, it's a broad well, broad cover. Well, right. this is opening yep. up. This opens up for everybody to be as crazy as I was tonight. So maybe I said. See, I never would do this all these 20 or 30 years, so this is as crazy as you get because I wouldn't share everything in this reality. Even when I talked, I talked behind other people's or like it was fiction. So I'm being real – what do they call it, raw? A lot of people can't handle it unless you treat it as though it's fiction. you got to candy coat it for them to swallow it. Yeah, you have to candy coat it. Yeah. <laughs> Boom, well, full I of sugar. It. Well, this sounds like it needs to be a book, but it happened to me. But I know that in the past I haven't been inspired to uh, do anything with what I experienced. And, uh, you know, I've had all those files, but I couldn't even make them into books because I didn't have the time to sit and edit all the stuff I'd just sit and write, you know, or put in files and then throw them up on Lulu to, you know, try to come back or Amazon or whatever. So I guess I'll finally get around. Maybe maybe we can do it this time. Maybe my husband's gone. Now my daughter's gone. I'm three months in mourning, and it usually takes at least a year to get better. So I don't know. I'm just going to 
I felt you, you like got Sean was so waiting, waiting for you to go through now. I know. I'll 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 try to do that. And it's hard though to you know be raw. So Sean did it last night. Kimberly did it, and I know they're younger than me. And I just felt bad because I haven't been real. But to come up with that thing to come up with, I was like, oh my gosh. You know, that was like even deeper than even me. And I thought, well, just do it. But, Sean, I wouldn't have done it if you hadn't encouraged me. You know what I'm saying, Sean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You got to get out there. Your bravery, you know, you're putting it out there. Who cares what anybody else thinks? You know, that's, that's the whole thing is everybody in this UFO community, paranormal community, they're all a, a, a pro. Everybody's a pro. So sometimes, you know, that's why, like, me, like, I've turned down a couple of radio shows because I understand what they're about. You know, they just want a story, and that's it. Uh, about and, you know, I turned down one from uh, uh, with Giorgio's, uh, a, a group that hangs out with Giorgio. I turned them down and deleted them uh, even off my Facebook as friends and that because, you know, they they only want one thing. They only want you to think one way, and then they want to challenge you on everything. I'm not well, on that. Yeah, that's the debate stuff I can't deal with either. Yeah, it's... I don't deal with it. It's, you know, it's, okay, well, how do I know that you're not telling me that, you know what right. I mean? It's like a going back and forth thing. Because in all right. actuality, you might have false implanted memories. You might wake up 20 years later with a whole bunch of new memories that resonate even more. You know, like, it, it, I, I, what I would call my book is upon my first awake or my yeah my first awakening in 2014. Yeah, because I look back at all this stuff and it's old information now. But maybe it, 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 you some know, of the history and I don't know. Up. I don't bet the 2020 thing is like it's so weird. It's like I almost You're feel like. Weird. This time is just like something's going on. There's a slippage. There's something because I'm ending up in quite a few places from what I hear. You know, I've had people in the UK tell me before that they've seen me in coffee shops. Wow. You know, so with the E.T. thing, it's, you know, this blood type thing that they're talking about. And, you know, all of a sudden you got to have a certain damn blood type just to be abducted. Bullshit. No, that's no. I I'm mean, already, they don't I've like never been abducted. Yeah. Well, I'm, our, I'm, a, I'm our age negative and never been abducted. Wow. Right, right, right. So, you know, it's this is why I say, like, it's <clears throat> everybody has something to say. They want to, you know, they, they figure something out. or and, and sometimes, honestly, I don't even like talking to ufologists because you'll send them pictures and they'll debunk them just by looking at them. They were, and meanwhile, they'll say, oh, well, that's that. But meanwhile, these TIETs, they don't even have to pierce your skin anymore to implant you. 
Aji was telling me this, and Aji is very knowledgeable. Um, Aji Noss is definitely very knowledgeable when it comes to, you know, uh, you know, uh, time slippage, uh, you know, uh, timeline manipulation, you know. Um, I don't know anything it, about it. I mean, well, I'll tell you, you get trapped. Like, okay, I was on the train and I was going out to Montauk. I mean, I wasn't going to Montauk. I had no intention. Um. I got knocked out. Now, when I woke up, when the stewardess looked at, when the, when the, um, you know, conductor comes by, you know, to collect the ticket, she was laughing. We're going to be in Montauk. I said, what? And now I just came out of like, it wasn't, it was like almost a twilight. It wasn't even asleep. Like, for a while there, I was questioning, am I, was I even asleep? What, what, what's going on here? Because that train was moving so fast, it felt like, like we were going through other time, you know, frames and stuff. And we all know that Montauk, the ley lines there are, it's, they destroyed and they opened up a lot of stuff there that was not closed. Well, let's do a show on that because we're out of time. We always run out of time, so there's going to be time speeded up tremendously, and we're closer to the center of something out there. And uh, I don't know what I know. We had a black moon on the 31st, and this is now the second. But folks, I'm more awake mentally than I've been in a long time, and I didn't ever want to share stuff. I've gone through a lot of bad depression, but it's okay. I admit it. And it it seems like, you know, I always want to be proud and not have that, but the government always said I passed all the IQ tests and the spicy valves and I went to doctors. I couldn't find anything wrong. I've had a lot of EEGs in my brain. I just happened to come this way that I can slip out and slip in and have out of body and die and come back. It's just normal for me. But I've, I, I don't know, but I'm going to be open to everybody, and I want everybody to be responsible for their soul. And if, you know, you're supposed to work with biologicals or AI or people like me, I'm a, a cyborg with titanium in my neck and screws and no telling how much more uh, as a hybrid or whatever I am, but I, it's okay. And we can all be different, and it's all popular now, but where's it taking us? So we need to get together because I believe the dimensions are closing in on each other, and I think it's just the time on the planet. So maybe this is supposed to happen to everybody now. Maybe this is going to be 20 years from now. All this will be so ancient that you know they don't want to read our books anymore. They think we're dumb. I don't. But at least I don't think that everybody's going to. I don't think everybody's going to wake up. I don't think it's for everybody. I really yeah, you don't. said last night you used the word chosen. So you want to explain that one more time? Not everybody is chosen to work with ETs or aliens no. or be abducted or uh, conducted or experienced or contacted. or. So, yeah, I, I like the word chosen. Although they say, well, everybody thinks they're special. You know, they make fun of those on TV shows and the support groups. But maybe we are all special. Maybe just some of us have more special than others. I don't know. Maybe it's. Wrong. It's maybe that we have maybe we have different qualities that they're looking for, and not everybody yeah. carries those you know, qualities. Genetics, DNA, right. all that. 
may or may not. That's what I said. That's why I said that it's a family generational thing. Not a whole family goes. Rarely, very rarely, does a whole entire family go. But there are no, at least it's one like or two. Maybe two, exactly, exactly. Well, why, why don't you let like, me write a book about this, and we'll call it "What Kind Are You?" and put a question mark and let a man do it and edit it. What kind are you? What kind no, are you? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> what kind are you? <laughs> what kind are you? You know, it's it's crazy because it's like, yeah, definitely. What kind are you? Well, another thing I question is the simple fact that there's so many different uh, colors around the world. There's different cultures around the world. And I don't believe that we're all from one. I think that we're uh, from a series of several. I think each culture has its own species. Yeah, well, where I was in this conscious state of mind, knowing that I was in an interdimensional door open because I just turned around on the grass and I was in another complete reality, conscious about it. So there's another kind out there that takes all these people from different places. I just have well, to look be how many planets planet. and look how many plants, yeah. different plants and stars there is. There, there's just no way that one species is going to deal with all of us because we sure we have uh, the same stru- body structure, similar. But our features are different. Our I look different than those from Asia, from Africa. That we're all different in a, a lot of aspects. So why wouldn't that be enough to uh, maybe each race is from a different species? Each, yeah, you know, what culture. kind are you? Yeah, because there was all kind of biologicals, and some look like me, some yeah. were. Uh, but that piece of paper that Sean gave me <laughs> in my dream was to let me know, okay, well, there's some that are are where you are that aren't like you. They're, yes, you're looking at them, but some are AIs over there, and some have things falling out. I was you know? warning you. I was warning you about Dark Fleet, basically. Dark Fleet. Yeah. Um. I uh. uh been doing a little bit with the SSP stuff. I think that a lot of the stuff that's coming out with the SSP, uh, it should just be labeled the the word itself, like SSP, those letters. I just decode them. Super satanic program. And because a lot of these people um, are doing magic, you know, and playing with cards and and some of these people when they know that they can get that power like a man said you know it's intention it's your intentions behind how you're yeah. going to use this these tools where your energy and i focused. feel that a lot of people are abusing them like sarah who was with max spears i mean she put casted binding spells on me I, you oh, know, no. and uh, yeah, I sexual binding spells, and on uh, my You're first not date. You supposed to do that in in my. In, no in right, my and, and 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 my uh, fiance broke it, and I was like, really? wow, you know, like that's when we really connected, and I was like, this is interesting because I would talk to Max, but Max would always be like, you got to be careful talking to me. He said, Sarah. 
and he'd warn everybody about Sarah. He just warned everybody. But you everybody. said you healed in Jesus Christ's name, so a lot of churches still do the old uh, cultures in the name of Jesus Christ heal. Some of the Pentecostal holy rollers, they even have snake charmers still, but it doesn't matter in your culture or your religion. I guess it's the belief or the intent behind it, right? Whether it's the real intent, the energy the force, whether it's beauty yeah. dolls or whatever it is, it's the intent behind it. So maybe we ought to leave it there, folks. We were over time, and they're going to cut us off. I'm, now, Sean, because I put your name up there, I thought they were going to cut us off tonight. But if you noticed, we're 15 minutes over right now. So <laughs> why did they not cut us off? Because we're being good tonight or because we were saying Ascension or Jesus Christ, our gifts or what? Yeah, I, yeah, I guess uh, they don't like that word. So No, they didn't cut us off tonight. I've got it up there. They I guess if they didn't, they would have they would have uh, cut you off. Another hey, thing that I find I find interesting is the simple fact that a lot of a lot of the um, well all of the reports that I've uh, seen and of uh, on abductions, the only one that I've seen that had African American it was Barney Hill. The rest of them have been uh, Caucasian. I just wonder if there's a connection there. I've talked to oh, a couple yeah, of groups Barney about Hill. This. Barney Hill and his wife, right? Yeah. But I think, yeah, but see, the thing with that is, is Betty, her family is generational. Right, right, that, right. And I think maybe he just got, uh, he got abducted because of her. That's a good right. point. Betty and Barney Hill right. story, folks. Yeah. Well, do y'all want to continue doing this or not on Friday night? I know Sean already committed, but Kimberly, do you want to come back on Friday? Sure, as long <laughs> as I'm not um, not a, um, appointed somewhere else, yeah, I, I would be more than happy to. Okay, well, Ahmed, let's try it again Friday. Now, y'all prefer 8 to 10 or 9 to 11 your time? Because it don't matter to me and Ahmed. I it doesn't matter that. to me. I have no problem. Sean, all right, well, we'll leave it up to Mad. Mad, 8 to 10 or 9 to 11? I'm not sure. I mean, if I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> so we don't know, folks. Nobody will, we, none of it, we, it takes a, in our club, we got to learn to, uh, we're, we're, you can't vote because all of us don't care. <laughs> well, I, I we'll just have vote. so much going. I just have so much yeah. going that you know, I'm I'm committed to Thursday and I do shows on uh, uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesdays. Wow! You know, you did four. I didn't realize you did that many. Well, no, only two of them are my show. My two two of the other ones are my shows. The other ones I'm producing. Oh, you did Janet, the one we started for Ascension's uh, Center, right? Yeah. On Thursday. Sunday. Tuesday. Tuesday. Did we start Earth. Tuesday? Was it Tuesday we started? I thought we started Thursday, me and Janet. No, we 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 did. You and Janet on her station was doing it then. I'm talking about on Revolution Radio. She has well, she Saturday, and I started with, Tuesday. She and I started a Revolution Radio together in one night. You and were it was on Tuesday night. Really? So she still got that same show that she and I started? Yeah. yeah. What'd she call it? I thought she she told me Stargate. she quit. 
Stargate to the Cosmos. Oh, oh the Stargate to the Cosmos, she still has that? Yeah. She told me she quit it after the show. Of, wow. I didn't know she was still doing that because we started that together. Uh, that was over the Bob Dean stuff back then. The Stargate, he gave her $500. Wow, but she gave it back. I didn't know she – she told me she didn't have that anymore. Well, it pays to do in research, but you know, don't believe everything you hear, folks, just because you're told it. <laughs> Go check it out and internet communication. Well, folks, we appreciate it. We're going to have to get off here, but a mad painter does more shows. You'll just have to check them out. And he's uh, Thomas R. Becker here, T.R. Becker, a mad painter, just, and he's my just friend. Just Google a mad painter. Just Google a mad painter and see what comes up. And Sean uh, Fowler's new with me. I can't tell you much about him except he's a nice guy, and he's done. He found me. Uh, go ahead, Sean. Tell him how you found me. It was on Facebook, right? Because I, I get a kick out of how people cross paths on the spiritual oh, path. Oh, to uh, Barry Gaunt. <laughs> Barry Gaunt, because I had wrote to him and said, do you want to come on the show or something, right? Yeah. And you saw that. And you you said, do you have a show? Cool. I was like, yeah. I was shocked because you didn't know I had a show. It's like, yeah, seven years. I, I don't know. Was I okay with you or was I rude or was I okay when I what I said? Yeah, you were per- – everything was fine. Okay, good. We talked that day. <laughs> okay. Cool. The same yeah. day. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad I wasn't ugly. So, Kimberly, you popped up on my phone. I wasn't on the show, and usually anything on Facebook is because I'm uh, promoting my show or uh, doing something on my website, and it just goes on Facebook. People think I'm on Facebook, but I'm not because, I'm, uh, folks, there's a lot of things that as a developer in a back door, and then it just go, it goes on Facebook, but you don't have to be on Facebook. When you're a developer or you're inside your websites, but unless you do all that, you don't know that. But uh, so my sister was saying, but you were just on Facebook. I said, no, I wasn't. This was years ago. And I was like, oh, because I've had a uh, been with GoDaddy since 2004. So I had to explain it to her. And she's real brilliant. She worked for Department of Public Safety. And her husband's a forensic science. And she ran a hospital. She's a nurse. But she didn't understand. If she sees Facebook, she thinks everybody's on Facebook. I was like, I'm not, I'm no. So she didn't know you could be other places in a computer. So it's things you see and think these days, even for real smart people, you know, whether they're PhD or RNs and the computers, don't think just because you're seeing something, that's the way it is. It's amazing. So we're changing reality here. And I'm starting not even to believe that we're all on the same timeline, and I'm starting to wonder if we're even in the same dimension. <laughs> you know well, what I'm saying, we meet, you, meet, you, you meet people for reasons. There's, like I said, there's no accident. Now, t- you were you just showed up on my phone, and there's a bubble, and I thought, okay, uh, hi. Or, okay, what's that? Because I was trying to get the bubble off, and it wouldn't go away. So I was trying yeah, to push you it. Yeah, because you sent me a uh, friend request. Yeah, so, no, I said something, right, because I thought you were talking to me, but I told well, you. Well, that's I didn't because you sent me a friend request, request, and I accepted it. I don't know but the I thought didn't. I didn't do it, though. I was trying to push Things the button. Things happen for reasons, I guess. Things but happen for I've reasons. But 
what I've learned yep. is the bots and the computers out there, I, you know, I could say Facebook's doing this, that, and the other, and you wouldn't believe me. And they would tell me they're not, but their bots do it. So here's the key, folks. I believe inside this AI we call the computer and the Internet is putting things together like we used to do without the computer when we dealt in the Akashic field, all of us old mystic, oracle, psychic, sages, seers, shaman could do mm-hmm. this stuff. Now yep. you can do it to the average human, even though they don't know what's going on. But because it's happening to me and I'm in the 3D world and I am one of those old mystics, oracle, psychic, sages, seers, shaman kind of people, I'm looking at this going, you know, we used to do this without the computer. And now I'm using the computer going, having somebody tell me, oh, you sent me a face. Uh, I don't send requests, okay? I've got more than enough friends, 5,000 on one account, about 2,500 on 10 or 11 accounts. I don't need friends. So she told me I sent her a friend. I'm going to say, no, I didn't because I don't do that. Isn't that weird? Yeah. But that's what like you I believe. Said, it happens. Yeah, but that's, you know. Like I said, things happen for a reason. It's not by accident. And you see how this turned out. But, but I've got messages on my phone that were intended for other hosts that I ended up having as guests because the message sounded good. Sure. <laughs> it crossed your path for a reason. Well, I couldn't get it off the bubble. But I did. She said, I said, uh, well, now this is the truth. I said, so, Kimberly, how long have we known each other on Facebook? <laughs> she said, tonight. <laughs> I said, what? Just not your ass. If you're not crazy, you will be. Okay. It's like, wait. So what is it? What's this is cray cray, you know? And I'm I'm first one to say, but believe me, I've never said I was crazy crazy. But I say, yeah, the whole world's crazy, and I'm sane or I'm crazy, and they're all sane. Who knows? You know, it's, we we play it both ways, and everybody goes around going, oh, she's crazy girl, you know? Oh, she's crazy, or you know what I mean? No, everybody I've been tested. Like, <laughs> yeah, you say no, I've been tested. I know that's my thing. I like no, but the, this is more fun. But now the computers are involved. So let's look at this AI stuff. Sean, I want you to come back. You said you were going to be available Friday, but I have no clue what we're going to talk about. Okay. <laughs> let's, okay. Let's, <laughs> let's just you. You've got some ideas, and I'm sure you'll have fun thinking about it, right? Yeah. Well, I don't have to think about it. It seems like it just downloaded and stuff. All right. We'll just have a synchronicity download Friday. <laughs> we'll come up with something. But I think we were supposed to meet because you got in touch with me, and then I got in touch with Kimberly, supposedly, allegedly. And I'm like, no, I didn't. But how long have we known each other, Kimberly? Like, I thought she was just on Facebook, you know, <laughs> hanging out. I had never about. heard of you before then. <laughs> What? So, but I heard yeah. her voice. So I heard your voice, and it's like I'd known you my entire life. It was so weird. Anyway, yeah, well, and then you the had girl. a dream about me. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. So I don't know what's going on, folks. I don't know. I can't explain it. I don't say I have all the answers. 
All I know is I'm about creating community, and everybody will say Facebook's doing it fine. But Facebook is, uh, as far as I'm concerned, there's a lot of censoring going on. So even though he went, you know, the owner went over and due to politics helped get Obama in, and then he got called over to the Bilderberg meeting. In uh, Sweden and all that, and uh, you know the powers that be, and then he went before Congress, and they want his help managing the government now, and well, we want your help, and then the people that do run the government are all getting paid by lobbyists or the big corporations on the backside, and they have ways to get it passed to them, other ways, you know. So we don't know what's going on, and the whole thing with these dog and pony shows on political. Let's hope people get out and vote, but they've got that vote. What's it called? She just the popular woke up. vote. What? Yeah. Okay. No, What's that mean? the child is the child just woke up. Your baby. Well, we good luck, everybody. We got to go do our job as parents. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Kevin, yeah. stay Love and light, everybody, and. If you think you can handle it, come back for another weird, weird Friday. <laughs> Kimberly, thank you. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Yep, thank okay. you, too. The computer have closed. Anything. I don't know you how to get do. off of here. The computer's closed. All right. <laughs> love and light. Yeah, I'm on my okay. phone. All right. Love y'all. Y'all be safe. Love, love and light. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.